Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. By Patrick Eads and his staff, great staff, sales and service at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln on Mormon Trek. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement, Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars, Falbo Brothers Pizza, GT Car and his great crew at Supel Siding and Remodeling, Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS, Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City, Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Oxyoke Inn and the Amanas, Players Sports Bar and Grill, downtown Iowa City, and Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental, in Cedar Rapids. Here's Tom Suter along with Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com and Coach Woody's on the phone. Coach Woody, good morning. How are you doing on this wet, wet, <laughs> nasty, cold day? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, actually. We we were fortunately we were able to get outside for the first time all year. <laughs> yes, I'll be out. So. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah. man, yeah. Yeah. Yesterday was, was, was about perfect. So uh, thankfully the high school kids got an opportunity to get in some good weather finally as well and get some great competition last night. So that was good to see. Joy, we were just talking before we went on the air, and I've had several people ask me the must-go schedule for tomorrow and what, how will rain, if there's rain at night, how will that, will that change anything? Yeah, that's a good question. Right now um, we're, look, just, we're mainly concerned about the winds just with the pole vault and mm-hmm. high jump and some of the field events. So we're kind of planning around that a little bit. Okay. Um, we haven't really changed the schedule because we really don't know when the rain's going to come and leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but we're going to work on that today. If we have to make any changes, we'll, we'll post it out, okay. you know, by this afternoon. But, yeah, we're still hoping to have kind of a normal schedule if possible. and We just might have to condense it and move it up a little bit. That, yeah, it looks like that might be a pretty good idea because during the day it's supposed to be pretty nice and, and then, warm and warm, but at night is yeah. when we could get some storms. So, well, in the wind, Joey. I mean, you've you've been competing and coaching for a lot of years. I mean, do you ever remember a early spring with the wind this consistent and strong? No, I don't. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It, I, yeah, it's been rough. How does that affect runners too? I mean, you talk about the pull. I'm sure it has. Some, does it have much of an effect on how you what you tell your runners if it's a really windy meet? 
Well, I mean, it just depends on the event, obviously, but, uh, you know, especially with events like the 400 hurdles where you're kind of used to a, a race rhythm and a pattern of strides and things like that, it definitely affects that. So, um, but we, you know, I always tell our athletes, we never know what the Big Ten weather is going to be True. like. And mm-hmm. sometimes you got to work through it a little bit and learn from it. And then next time you're, you'll be better at it. So, uh, but it definitely will affect the field events. And then obviously, you know, if you're running a distance race, it's never fun running, running into the wind. But, um, you know, that's just how, that's what Mother Nature gives us sometimes. <laughs> you just have to work through it. So your track does drain pretty darn well, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, we've got a great drainage system with our track, and it actually drains real well. So, Joy, the last time we had you on, you guys had just won the Big Ten Indoor title, and Genoa had done his thing there. And now since then, Unbelievable. wow, I mean, what what he's doing. Uh, is his time still number two in the world? Uh, uh, could you update us on that? And I watched the video of him running down in Arizona, and wow, his – the, the the burst that he showed it reminded me of Secretariat, sort of in a way. Yeah. You know, I mean, just talk about his incredible rise that that's happening right before our eyes. Yeah, like like I said before, I mean, I, I tell everybody this: he's definitely a special talent, mm. and you know, we're very fortunate to have him in our program. But he uh, he currently, yeah, he's still number two in the world. He's actually probably number four in the world. There were some good marks down at Max Mount Zach Relays last weekend from some professional athletes, but. Uh, he's definitely he's still number uh, one collegian, um, so he's in a really good spot still uh, for the NCAA championships. So does that mean he has a target on his back? I mean, I mean, is it too early <laughs> to say that right now? I mean, is he the guy to beat in the four hundred, or can you say that right now? He, I mean, Randolph Ross is a kid from North Carolina ENT, and he made the Olympic team last year, so okay. he's probably wow. the guy to to beat. But you know, is right behind him and. Genoa finished second to him indoor in the 400. So, um, you know, I think Genoa definitely is, is going to be that guy at some point. But, that you know, right now he's got a great opportunity to, to continue to improve and, and showcase what, what type of talent he is. Uh, but he's still, like, every, every week he's getting better. He's growing in the, in the sport, learning more about himself and how to run races and things like that. So uh, he's definitely got a big upside, even, even though he's already running 44 right now as a softball. So Redshirt sophomore, so yeah. How much better can he get? I mean, I, I don't think forty-three seconds is off the table. I mean, wow, running wow. forty-four this this early in his career is is exceptional, and he split forty-three-eight on that relay, and um, you know, I think he's he's really just scratching the surface. You 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 watched it, you could see how smooth he is. Mm-hmm. He's not even he's not forcing anything, so it's really impressive just watching him him run, but. Um, you know, I don't think 43 seconds is out of the question. So, I mean, he's definitely a world-class athlete, and um, I think he can make some some U.S. teams down the road. Randolph Ross, I know you said he went. He goes to school in North Carolina, and that's where Genoa's from. Do they know each other before college? Did they? Yeah, grow- <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, they raced each other. I don't think oh. many people remember Genoa because Randolph was was pretty pretty exceptional in high school. Um, but it's kind of fun to see those two guys going head-to-head against each other. But, yeah, they definitely know each other from high school days. So this is a case where Genoa has climbed up to Randolph's level then compared to that. Yes. Yep. Definitely. Well, I guess definitely. I guess that says a lot about your staff at Iowa and just how, how kids develop, maybe some later or sooner <laughs> than others. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I, we've got a tremendous staff and um, coaches, and I'm, you know, r- really proud of what we've done here at Iowa and, especially in that, that event group. I mean, the 400 and 800 guys, I mean, you look at the times that they had coming in the door and, 
you know, now what they're running as they as they get ready to graduate. I mean, it's it's super impressive. I mean, a guy like Alex Still, mm-hmm. you know, was a 154 guy out of you know Northwest Iowa, uh, real small school, and now he's running 147.5. He's number two or three all time at Iowa. So just just things like that. I mean, we've got a ton of stories like that, but it's it's just the kids being bought into uh, the training and and the vision of what we have for the team, and you know, we've got a lot of guys like that, but. Um, that's the only way we can be competitive, though, is we got to out-coach people. If we got to out-work people, we got to out-coach people, and, and I think we've done a really good job of that over the last few years. Well, and another example that really hits close to home is Austin West. I mean, I remember him at West yeah. High. He was good in every sport he did, and now has he yep. found his thing? I mean, just he's your all-time leader now in the Ted Decathlon. Just talk about um, his latest performance. I mean, it's incredible what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody saw that, even myself, you know, uh, when Austin told me he wanted to be a decathlete, you know, I was like, are you sure you don't want to be a foreigner hurdler? (laughs) (laughs) Which makes sense. what he had done in high school. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, he's sometime, even like this next week, he wanted to run the foreigner hurdles at Drake. I'm like, listen, we don't need to throw anything new into the mix right now. Uh, But he's definitely just a, a not only a super talented athlete, but man, he works hard and um, really dedicated to his craft and, and wants to get better in every event. Uh, but he's de- he's definitely built, you know, to be a decathlete, not only physically but mentally, mm-hmm. um, to be able to handle the ups and downs in, in everything with, when it comes to training for the decathlon as well as competing in the decathlon. Uh, but, man, yeah, he's, he's taken off uh, this year. And it's just fun. He's a great guy to work with. He's very humble, um, a great team guy, great team leader. Um, just wants to continue to help help the team be be successful. What I remember about him, I know he was good in football at West. If I remember correctly, he was also a pitcher in baseball. Yeah, and of course yep. he did all his tracks. I mean, he just was a unique talent, and he had good size. And now, it's, now looking back at it, it makes complete sense that he's a decathlete. I mean, it's easy to say that yeah. now with hindsight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you still never know. Like when we recruited him, you know, he'd never done he'd never done the pole vault. He had high jumped maybe once in his lifetime. And I think he had done uh, hurdles maybe once, but you know, he, he still had a lot of learning to do. Um, and so a lot of the events that he's done, I mean, he's just made huge improvements from not ever doing them before to showing up. And obviously the pole vault is a big one. That's what I was going to ask um, you. Yeah. I mean, the exciting thing for him is he's still learning a lot in the pole vault. I mean, he's still got a lot of room to improve there um, just because he had never done it before. And uh, he's made he's made big strides, but he's also excited because he he knows that he's got more points uh, mm-hmm. on the table to to go get, especially in that event. Uh, but he's become you know almost a twenty five foot long jumper. You know he's wow. jumping six four plus in the high jump. Like he's he's really put up some big marks. Uh, ran ten six in the hundred last week, and um, you know he threw the javelins. You know, two over two hundred feet, which is really impressive. Things like that. I mean that's that's. What's fun to watch is just his his development in those events that he'd never done before. And what's his size? How big is he? Uh, he's about six two, uh, but he's he's over two hundred pounds now. He's got some he's got some mass to him now, um, which you know obviously you need to have some mass to be able to carry sure. through uh, the field events, especially the the throwing events. But you know, but then you look at how fast he's running the four hundred, running forty six four, and and then still being one of the best fifteen hundred runners in the country for for decathlon. Well, it's incredible. He's not that far removed from high school, but he could go right now, and he would be winning. He'd be dominating the long jump. He'd be winning the four hundred. I mean, it's amazing the amount of progress he's yep. made in like 
three years. And I wanted to ask you, when you brought that up about the pole vault, I've talked to some former athletes who were interested in becoming decathletes. The reason they didn't, they were afraid of the pole vault. They're like, there's just no way I'll ever. <laughs> Is that common? Uh, definitely. I, I did it once. <laughs> I did the decathlon one time, and, and yeah, the, the pole vault's always the scariest one because, I mean, you got to take a ton of speed, right, and put this big pole in, right into a small little box yeah. and, and try and go vertical with it. So um, it's it's pretty crazy, you know, just the feeling. Of, and then you got to try and get inverted vertically. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, but, yeah, you do see that, you know, there's a little fear of that event. Um, it was kind of funny because, uh, you know, my daughter was training as a heptathlete, but she, for a long time, she thought she had the pole vault, so she didn't want to do it. I go, no, there's no pole vault for the women's. Okay, well, I'll do it then. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's just it's one of those events that people just are a little bit fe- fearful of. Obviously, in the state of Iowa, we don't have it in the high school level either. So sure. I think it's just a little more foreign to the local athletes because they just don't really know what it's about. Well, plus those poles break. <laughs> That's <another> they do, <laughs> yeah. They do. <laughs> so did Austin just attack that right away? Did he show any hesitancy towards that, or was he just right on it? Did he accept the challenge right away? The pole he, he went for it. I mean, even the summer after uh, he graduated, I mean, he was still playing baseball, but he was training, trying to learn the pole vault um, in high school. And, uh, you know, he just went He just went for it. He went for everything. And, and But he's, he's one of those guys, he just couldn't see himself just doing one or two events um, in track. He just he loves doing all the events. He loves just learning and the process that goes with it. And, um, I mean, he wants to be a coach someday, I think. So I just think he really enjoys that part of, the, the process and, and training and getting better and knowing that he can always improve in different areas to score more and more points, um, which is fun, fun for him. I mean, he's scoring sure. uh, 80 to almost 8,200 points in the decathlon, which is exceptional. Anytime you get over 8,000 points, it's exceptional, but he still sees, you know, four or 500 points on the table that he can go get and, and improve on over the next couple of years. He's also proved the value of playing multiple sports in high school. I mean, I think back, he, he ran, he jumped, he threw. He, do, he did all the different stuff that's helping him now. And it's, 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 no, it's a neat yeah. story. And what year, what year is he eligibility-wise? Well, it's crazy because he registered his freshman year, and then we had COVID yeah. the next year. So he's actually only a sophomore outdoor. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty excited about having an, at least another year or two with him and uh, hopefully he can continue to progress like he has been. Let's talk a little bit about tomorrow. Just what time do things start for our listeners? Um, parking, what have you? I, I assume there's no COVID stuff at this stage, right? I, I wouldn't think I so. I wouldn't think there's any. No. Okay. And then what time does it start? And is Genoa, I assume, is he running? And what do you hope to get out of this meet? Well, a, a few things. We've got, um, I think the most of the field events start around 12 o'clock. Okay. Most of the running events don't start till you know, three, four o'clock, uh, in the afternoon. Um, I think most of the running events would be done by seven thirty uh, with the current schedule. So okay. we might try and move that up a little bit. And like I said, we'll post that on all of our social media. Okay. Uh, if we make any last minute changes. Uh, but we have field events that got to start earlier just because we have all the throwing events and jumping events. We got to get in in one day. Uh, so it takes a little bit longer. Um, parking, the parking right next to the track is a little, tough so what we normally do is we have a you, you park over by the hall of fame lot and then um, get a chance to there's a bus system that, okay. that brings people over um so that's kind of the main thing with parking uh we're gonna we're gonna hold a few people out 
uh, this weekend, including Genoa. Um, uh. Genoa had a, a, a little injury last week, so we're trying to just keep him healthy and trying to get through these next couple of weeks. Um, so we're just trying to be smart uh, with a few of our athletes, especially with the conditions the way they are. Uh, we just came off of a three straight weekends of travel yeah. uh, with our athletes. Um, we had some great success, but you know we just need a little bit of opportunity to train and, and uh, recover from the travel. So we've got a few people that won't be running, but we'll still have a pretty good contingent of, of athletes competing, especially in the field events and uh, some of the running events, um, especially our seniors. A lot of our seniors want to want to compete this weekend. So still going to be a great event and uh, a lot of fun for the spectators. Um, every event's going to be filled with Hawkeyes, so should be a lot of fun. Just curious, will Coach Wiz be there? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, he I hope did. He will. I'm, uh, yeah, we. I haven't put seen, him to work. I haven't seen Larry, and so you probably seen Larry more recently than I have. Actually, but, I haven't seen Larry for a couple of years. Uh-uh. But he's the one who started this thing. What year is this now for it, yep. Joey? Do you know? Oh man, well we missed that. We missed out with COVID, COVID. You know, two years in a row. So I think, uh, man. That's a good question. I can't even remember. I know it's well over uh, a decade. I remember covering it years. Yeah, you know. It's, yeah, I think it's. I think it's. It might be fifteen, sixteen years. I got to double check that um, on the press release. I mean, but, that's, uh, yeah, Wiz, you wouldn't recognize Wiz. Hopefully, he's listening. You wouldn't recognize him unless he's unless he's shaved lately. But uh, he's got a full beard and <laughs> really? long hair and a ponytail. Oh yeah, I love it. Oh wow, <laughs> seriously, has he got a Corvette? Uh, he might. He might. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen him. He might have a Harley by now. I don't know. Uh, well, tell him uh, Tell him we all said hi. And uh, he was one of the well, nicest, sure. one of the most upbeat people I've ever He's met. Great. I mean, you never left yep. a conversation with Larry Wazorek feeling bad. He was always upbeat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know he helped, had a big influence on you, too. And so, um, there sure. was, what was um I have one little pointless piece of trivia for you. Okay, so... Uh, Larry was Oric's coach in college, was, of course, uh, Francis Xavier Kretzmeyer. My, Kretz. my mom's high school teacher. Yep. And I went to school with uh, Kretz's kid, X. So quick yep. quiz, what sport or what uh, event did X uh, participate in in high school? Anybody? Um, high jump. No? Good guess. Pole vault. Pull vault. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> good job. God, just like algebra, wrong. Yep. I just got the back big... when they had the pull vault. Wow, well, it sure did. And you know, we he went to U High with we went to U High. So and even yeah. U High had pull vault. Wow. So. so why'd they get rid of it? Just safety? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, hey, Joey, yeah. I know you're busy. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I want just the rest of the spring now. Um, what, what, what's next? I mean, big, t- uh, or the NCAs big, t- and just talk about the schedule going on and the rest of this season. I mean, it's you going bet. by fast. Well, obviously, obviously we're, yeah. Outdoor season flies by just it does. when we're traveling, traveling every week, but, uh, yeah, next week we've got Drake relays. We're, mm-hmm. we're really excited about getting back to the blue oval. We have, you know, we missed out on that last year. Uh, so it's been two years we've been, haven't been able to get to Drake. So we're really excited to get back there and, showcase our our men's and women's team um really excited about that i mean we've got a couple of athletes in the invitational events which would be fun so like with sarah hargrove who's having a spectacular uh season this year has run 11 1 and 22 uh 7 and wow. 200 um you know she's ranked very high in the ncaa so she's running the 200 invitational against uh former alum Brittany brown uh Former world okay, yeah. yeah, we've had Brittany on so, here. Yeah. yeah, she was great. Yeah. She was fun to interview. Yeah. Yep, so 
So that'll be fun. And, um, you know, just our entire group, we've got a tremendous group of 400 hurdlers, both men and women, that I think will be competing for those titles uh, for that Drake Relay flag next week. So we're planning to have a great uh, meet next uh, next week at Drake, and then we have a week off, um, except for a few people will compete at a small meet at Wisconsin. Uh, and then we go to the Big Ten Championship up in Minnesota. Wow. Yeah, so should be good. And then two weeks after that, we go to NCAA uh, Regional Championships. It's the first round of the NCAAs is at Fayetteville, Arkansas. Gotcha. And so the top, top 48 athletes in every event qualify to go to the region uh, first round. And then from there, the, the top 12 from that meet go on to okay. Eugene, Oregon for the NCAA finals. God, you guys travel a lot. You do do a lot of traveling. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's been, we kind of have to, this, you know, especially being a, a northern climate mm-hmm. school, we've mm-hmm. got to travel south during the spring. But fortunately, we've got a, a beautiful banked indoor track, so we don't have to travel quite as much indoor. No, I mean, and you're going to go to the Big Ten meet, as I guess I'll say this, as the team, I mean, your men's team will be going for what, the fourth title in a row, Big Ten outdoor, if you combine them? Is that what, am I right? Yeah, uh, yes, we've won, we won in 2019 mm-hmm. outdoor, and then the last two indoor seasons, so yeah, so Getting back outside, excited to repeat, and uh Number five is coming coming soon. Is that good pressure? I mean, people always talk about pressure, but is that the kind of pressure you want, isn't it, to be the team to beat? Oh, always. I'd rather be on top. <laughs> people hunting you. <laughs> oh, that uh, make- I'd rather be on top. But, yeah, we're in a good spot. Um, we just had a couple of injuries kind of creep up the last couple of weeks, so we're just trying to get those guys out healthy. But um, I feel good about where we're at. I mean, we still have – I mean, it's going to be great competition. Ohio State's got a tremendous team. they got a lot of veterans on their team. Um, so it's, it's, I think they're kind of the other team that's going to be very competitive. Nebraska's always got a great program. And of course, Minnesota, I mean, they, they, uh, they cut men's indoor track, but they still have a men's outdoor program. And anytime a team hosts a meet they're uh, they always have a little advantage, yeah. uh, probably a 10 to 20 point advantage. So they're, wow. they're, they're definitely going to go in trying to win that thing. Wow. That's weird. I didn't realize that you no. could do that. I didn't realize you could keep one and cut another one. I guess you learned yeah. something. I don't think many people realize that. Wow. Does anybody else do that? No, I mean some teams uh, like Maryland only has an outdoor team uh, for Big Ten championships, uh, so they don't they don't sponsor indoor men's track, but they sponsor outdoor men's track. So a couple other programs do that, um, but I don't think they've ever had an indoor track program at Maryland, at least in the last huh. twenty years. So. Sometimes we wow. we don't appreciate everything we have. No, I guess in a lot not. of ways, no. With as solid as everything is now, well, Joey, listen, appreciate your time. Get your guys healthy and good luck at Drake. Good luck the rest of the way. We'll talk to you after. Hopefully, you win another Big Ten title, and who knows after that? Maybe even more than that. That's right. Well, I appreciate it, guys. All right, Thank Joey. You. Thanks. We'll be watching. Take care. Bye. Yep. Thanks. Awesome. Yeah, the um, it, the outdoor track season does go by fast because most God. of what they do is not here, unfortunately. But, I mean, you imagine them trying to run track here the last month? Oh, God. I mean, no. you see a guy running like the 400, and the wind just, just blows him over to the well, yeah, Peking that, Delta or the Peking Diner. Well, can thing. you imagine doing a pole vault? No. no. <laughs> just, just go you know, Start going up in the air and get blown backwards. <laughs> well, either that or forwards. Or sideways. Yeah. Any, I mean. I mean. Yeah, no, it's yeah, been... I'll pass on, uh, and I did pass on pole vault. No chance. Oh, I could never. I, oh my God, I no. could never have done pole no. vault. I would have cried. I well, never I, would have tried it. I can't do heights I'm anymore. more than willing to admit yeah. my weaknesses. Pole vault, heights. Yeah. 
I don't heights. I mean, I, get, I don't like heights at all. I get edgy going over the Summit Street Bridge when I'm yeah. walking fast. Plus, right. I mean, wouldn't that it would hurt your hands to it ram just, that pole into the little? There's trough, nothing about it? the pole vault. No, nothing appeals to me about the pole vault. Another thing, that except doesn't watching it. My tax guy used to be really good in the steeplechase. Really, you know what that is? Yeah, oh, sure. he was a two-time NCAA, one-time NCAA champion, two-time Drake champion from City Eye, Randy Jackson. Oh, he, wow. he ran at Wisconsin back in the late '70s, early '80s. But I mean, you've seen the steeplechase one where they yeah. jump over oh, water yeah. and run. Sure. I mean, I would have cried before oh, I did that. Was just, and he was the best in the, and now he's my now he's my tax guy at H and R Block, and um, I found an old picture of him winning the. He run it back to back at Drake, and I just remember watching those people land in the water, and it's, and I'd be like, man, how can they do that? It's like, hey, running Practice. eight laps around the track's not enough. We're going to put a bunch of obstacles in front of yeah. you. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean it's incredible. Yeah, no, it's yeah. incredible. But, no, um, it's also incredible what Iowa track has become. I know we've talked about it before, but it wasn't that long ago, guys, when track was oh, no. a dormant program. It, absolutely. And it, it, it speaks to the job that Joey has done as far as being able to recruit the, the level of athletes that he gets here with considering yes. where we are and look at the spring we've had, you know? Yep. Been, yeah. And also Joey was good at building off of what Larry had done mm-hmm. rather than try to do his own thing and change. He just kind of built off what Larry did and has taken it to another level Larry handed him the baton, and he took it, and that's what's so cool about it. Yeah. Because Larry was the one who brought Joey in. Larry, They won a Big Ten outdoor title under uh-huh. Larry in 2011. He turned the program around. Joey has made it. I mean, it's Big Ten elite without question. Yeah. It's knocking on the door of national elite. It, it I, is. The last I saw, I think they were ranked 17th. I mean, you got Iowa track, men or women, either one in the top 20 nationally. That's incredible. And the fact that they're going for their fourth straight Big Ten title, the men, that's something I never thought I'd see. Mm-mm. No, no, it's pretty, and he's very accessible. Oh, he he is, and in a way, he yeah. should be. They need to promote yeah. their sport. But no, you're right, though. He is yeah. very, very accessible. He's easy to talk to. I've known Joey. Well, I met Joey the first time when I moved up here. He was a junior at City High, I believe, and I think he had just gotten in a car wreck that prevented him from pr- participating in the state track meet. I believe if I've got all, got all my facts right, I don't remember, but then I believe it was the next year or whatever. But he already was a star at that time. I remember watching him run hurdles for the first time. And you guys got to understand, when I was in high school, I never paid any attention to track and field. I mean, I remember we had to do it for baseball, for training for a while in baseball before baseball season officially started. But it just was not a thing. And then when I came up here and saw the way they did it at City High, because I started right when Raph built that dynasty. I, I mean, I was like, wow, I never realized how serious some people were about track. But it was Woody and Dwight and all those guys that showed me that. And, I mean, City High, that's when, remember that dynasty in the 90s? Yeah. And they won it almost every year. Mm-hmm. Different guys. I mean, it was incredible. And Joey was part of the people that launched that. And you know Coach Raff is looking down and smiling at oh, yeah. what Iowa track has become because, you know, he did a lot as a volunteer assistant, and he had a big impact on Joey's career. His wife lives in our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, they don't live too far from yeah. here. Dwight doesn't live. Dwight lived on that cul-de-sac Downey Street. You know what yeah. that is, Downey oh, Street. Sure. He didn't yeah. live that far from you either. Yeah. yeah. No, we looked at a house on Downey Street a couple of house searches ago. You would have been living next to the Dwights. Yeah, He's, just down the street. She's only, let's see, five or six houses from the from the burglar. <laughs> what if he would have knocked on you? Played like you know the knock the knock knock game and. Would you have chased after him as a kid? You think you would have caught him, Suter? Uh, I'm sure I would. Imagine Suter chasing after a little Tim Dwight. 
I got nailed him. <laughs> Burst of speed. Dwight so, goes down. So who are you talking about? Someone in your neighborhood? What? What's burglar. Called? A burglar that lives in your neighborhood? Yes. Well, that's kind of not good. Well, that ain't good. Does he leave? Still to, there? Does he leave to do his business, or does he? Huh? Does yeah, he, he has a burglar. The he goes to other neighborhoods to burglarize. Yes. yes. Well, that's not bad for you then. No, he's extending. Do you you encourage him to move to other to work in other <laughs> yeah, neighborhoods? Right? Go to the other so how, how do you know you have a burglar? Well, we've had about a police reports. Uh huh. But you don't know who it is, or you do know who it is. I can't remember the name, but but um, he is in your neighborhood. He's so uh, we, yeah. Should I try uh, to get him on Monday? Uh, yeah, get him. On. Is he in jail? Huh? Uh, no. no. Well, we could. You want to get him on Monday? Yeah, well, yeah. Ask him. If but that's technique. You yeah. have to run and this then, interview. And then when he leaves, we'll be going. Where's, where's the my, microphone? Hey, where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you have him come in when Brad Kunkel comes in next? Yeah, time? yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. That would be that would be good radio. It would. No, we. I mean. <laughs> Tommy was reading the uh, the uh, police reports, and I go, "Hey, that's like three houses down from us." <laughs> so, well, back to the Hawks. Um, you saw that Connor announced what his dad announced. Well, yeah, I was there last night. Uh, oh, you—that's yeah. right. It was open to the fans. You got credit too. Uh, we got uh, credit on uh, uh, Sound Off. What a Twitter sound account off? called Sound Off. I don't know. Is said. that the? That's that Keith Murphy show in Des Moines, isn't it? WHK. Yeah. Credit for what? That uh, we broke it first. Oh, that, with his dad? Connor, yeah. And then Connor de- Connor denied our report. I saw it. I thought that was hilarious, and he put the smiley face on it. <laughs> I don't think Fran, I, I don't know, because like I said, afterwards, when I talked to Iowa Sport, they're like, um, yeah, he did. He definitely did confirm it. <laughs> yes, we weren't did. expecting that, <laughs> and I guess Fran sort of laughed about it. But I don't think it was a problem. I mean, no, Connor's I mean, tweet denying that it was... You, if he put that smiley face at the end of that thing, I, I think that was his way of saying, yeah, Dad, let, it, let the cat out of the bag. And the way he phrased it was really yes. funny. But, yeah, so I didn't write. I mean, I wrote my story. When I, we had him on the Hawk Fanatics segment, I just wrote my story that day. I wrote a column that he was coming back because that's what Fran said was their reason for not pursuing a guard in Absolutely. the portal. Yep. They had already made that decision. So, um, But, no, and then last night it was – so I just what I did was I retweeted my old tweet. That was all the way back April 6th. I just wrote "Father Knows Best" because, and <laughs> well, um, and then yeah, they did the yeah. awards. Um, Connor and Keegan Murray, um, did they won the Chris Street Award, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, do you have it? Go ahead. Yeah. You want to read them off? Yes. Um, Chris Street Award was shared with Connor and Keegan. Mm-hmm. The top playmaker award went to Jordan Bohannon, Connor McCaffrey, and Aaron Ulis. Newcomer of the year: Philip Rabracha and Peyton Sanfort. Most improved, Tony Perkins and Chris Murray. Mm-hmm. Top rebounder, Keegan Murray. Academic excellence, Connor McCaffrey and Gee. Keegan Murray. And Kenny Arnold Hawkeye Spirit Award, Jordan Bohannon, Patrick McCaffrey, and Austin Ash. Okay. So it's kind of weird not hearing Joe's name on there, but I get it. He's not on the team anymore. No. Sound, like he uh, 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 sound off Iowa's most popular sports and pop culture. Hey, hey, them are fighting words, Captain. Yeah. What about us? It says here, Connor McCaffrey confirms early report by Fran McCaffrey on KCJJ Radio. That just sounds earlier reported by Fran McCaffrey. I just think that just sounds that funny. Connor McCaffrey will return for another senior season. And most of the feedback on his tweet was good, but of course there were your typical, uh, you know what I mean, Twitter trolls yeah. that are taking shots and blah, blah. 
you know, 89 years old, had there's a couple yeah, going for Bohannon's record. Oh, there was a lot of that. I mean, but that, you know, you just got to just ignore that stuff. I, yeah. I think it's good in a lot of ways. I mean, Connor seems fine whether he's playing yeah. 12 minutes or 30. Yeah. No, it's a good thing he's covering. I don't have a problem with it at all. Yeah, he's and got I, so much experience. I hope he can make. I do hope he can make some threes next yeah, year. Yeah, well, he's going to need to. Everything else he can do. I yeah. mean, he is what he is as far as foot yeah. speed. He's not the quickest guy in the world, but he can defend. He'll defend a post guy if you ask him to. He'll do. It, if, but if he could become a somewhat reliable three point shooter like he was for what maybe a fourth of the season mm-hmm. this past year, that would be huge for them. They need that to happen, yeah. and that's the one thing he needs to work on still at this stage. So, and I'm sure that's what he's doing. Everything else he can do. And if he does that, it takes our team up an, a full notch. Oh, without question. Yeah. Yes, because he's going to play a role next year. He's going to play anywhere between 15 and, I would say, 22 minutes per game. It's going to be interesting to see how they fill Bohannon's minutes. I do think DeSante Bowen's going to get a big chunk of those minutes. I think, well, well, I, I, do think, too. I think he and Eulis will maybe share 20-20 or who's ever playing better, 25-15. But it's going to be those two guys mostly, I would think, at point guard. Yeah, it was amazing last night how what incredible shape all these guys are in. I mean, they're lean, and I, I was just well. I mean, I no, I get, it, but I would hope so. They're young kids playing. Well, for out. sure. But you know, on TV, they look bigger. They look stouter. Yeah. See, I guess I'm around. You know, I'm around, I do more face to face, so I get yeah. I, yeah, I'm I amazed. Don't do any when, I'm amazed either. when college athletes like football and basketball aren't in good shape. I mean, there's many calories they burn a day and how active they are and young and whatever. I mean, I think if you're that active and you're still not in shape, you have to work really hard to not be in shape when you're not working out every day. As much as they monitor you now, Iowa football players are like, they're under 24-hour surveillance almost with the kind of schedules they keep, the kind of diets, the sleep, all the stuff they do. It's Don't hard. they have Fitbits and stuff? Everything. I mean, it's, yeah. I'm not saying it's like a gulag or anything, yeah. but they keep pretty close watch over these guys now. They monitor their diets, their yeah. sleep habits. So to me, it's amazing if guys, especially like skill players, quick twitch guys, if they get heavy. I, I just, you shouldn't see that. And no, that's good to hear. And did you enjoy it? Oh, very much so. Did they serve booze? No. No booze, uh-huh. which is probably the right thing to do. Would you yeah. have preferred booze? Oh, always. <laughs> sure. <laughs> What do I? But it was no, it was fine. It was a lot of fun. What kind of food? uh, It was delicious. Uh, Chicken parmesan, um, ziti with meatballs, flank steak, Mm. uh, mashed potatoes, corn, green beans. Wow! Rolls. That sounds really. Oh my god! It was and it was good food though. Was it their own or was it catered from? It was catered by Grace. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. it was yeah. delicious. Oh, no, I've eaten Gray's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've eaten Gray's before. Their food is good. So how many people like you would you say were there that had no direct connection to the team other than just being sloppy homers? Uh, half. Yeah, half. And how would, what is that, 100, 200? There were 100. Uh, there were 20 tables of eight. That okay, included so. all the team and families. And so if my math does me, that's 160, right, yeah, it Captain? Is. That's pretty cool. Okay, no, that yeah. is neat. I think that's cool. Were you able to go up and mingle with players? A, a little bit. Okay. Not, not, not a lot. I mean, there was But wasn't... could you have done it more if you wanted to? And you yes. Chose... Okay, okay. Yeah. No, I think that's cool. And you could have beforehand. Okay. And, and I did not cover it. I just used whatever I was sent. Maybe, I'm, maybe you... You could, but I think there's a time and place where you don't need the media to be there. And to me, that's not 
to me, that's not a media event. I mean, they give you all the information afterwards. They provide you everything you need. I just put my HawkeyeSports.com, run it really big on our site, and then I'm not there bugging people. Well, I'm not sure why we had an invite, but but we did. So, so somebody from the athletic department invited you? Don't know. Maybe that it was I, Fran. Email, don't know. Maybe it was Fran. Might be. And we had a really fun table that we were sitting at. <clears throat> Maybe it was somebody that Ann worked with or well, something. Well, the suitor name. Is, I That's mean, huge. You're in the, well, yeah, your dad's in the Hall of Fame. and Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't the Soberoffs weren't on the list. Not at all. Nor no. the Hardys. No. no. The Hardys we weren't were even on the list on the uh, I was on a list to keep. To table. I was on a list to keep out. <laughs> we went to table to table, and they go, here. And I go, no, this is Tom Suter. <laughs> so they didn't have a seat for you? Huh? Well, they didn't, they, or did they, they not made, have a table for you? They, I should say. Well, they made a. They made. Did they do a, a hand? Yeah. Uh, hey, Captain. Yeah, but it's not the same. Were they like? No, hey, mine was pre-made. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're like, yeah, Captain's here. We got to find a place for him. Was it that one of those things? Yeah. Why is that guy here? <laughs> See what Karn says. Is, could it be Karn this late? <laughs> yeah. It's well, not Karn. Oh. oh. What's up, Rangs? Hey. So no, the invitation came to me. Uh, why? Via oh. email. Uh, and I think, and it's. I think it's because I the season tickets are in my name because we got them when I was still working at Iowa. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So nobody in uh, the nobody in the athletic department gives a fig about Bud Suter. Okay, so that has nothing. to well, do Well, they it. don't. Re- no, there's no connection anymore. No, none of them have any. No, I mean it's been so long. So I'm not sure how. I wonder if there's a lottery for season ticket holders because it wasn't that many people. As Tom said, it's maybe a. That is interesting. How long have you been ticket holders? Uh, well, in since, football a long time, since we got but in out basketball, of it's, I think oh. 2010. What is the year that Fran came? 2010. Okay, that's the year we started buying season tickets because our daughters were old enough where you didn't have to try to get a sitter two or three nights a week okay. and stuff like that. Well, and Lick um, was gone. So anyway, I have no idea how we ended up on the guest list, but I'm, I'm glad we did. Yeah. And the people that we were sitting with... They were awesome. We got there a couple minutes late because we got to the table-to-table event beforehand. So we came in, and, and one of the last tables, there's a couple seats. And we said, you know, is anyone sitting here? And they said, no, no, you can have it. And so we sat down, said, thank you. Tom said something to the table, and Guy's head snapped up and said, are you suitor, man? Wow. And I said, yeah. guilty as charged. Uh-huh. And he recognized he recognized Tom's voice from the radio. The whole table got real animated and real excited that Tom was there. And uh, told me Tom can never retire. And then they, I guess, they asked you what the menus were, right? <laughs> yeah. They were. Fortunately, uh, no. But that would have been a great joke. That but they do. Uh, they were. All, I think all of them, or most all of them, at the table listen to the station, and uh, so a little pocket of people from Marengo. And ironically, yeah. when we went to the uh, Big Ten Championship in Indianapolis, we. Uh, Ended up in a Marengo tailgate as well. <laughs> we did. It kind of merged with Nay's tailgate, and we ended up in a Marengo tailgate there too. It was the strangest thing, and you know when they great. got they all lit up like Christmas trees. That Suderman was there, and we ended up having a blast. They were all really oh, a lot of fun, yeah, very nice, nice people, yeah. and we had a really really nice time. I'm, I'm glad we got to go. Did any of them so. start doing fake voices or anything? Yeah, this. Uh, <laughs> you know they were really on their best behavior. Okay, all right. No, that's good to hear. I'm glad were. you had a good time. <laughs> We did. did. I'll see you guys later. All right. they, yeah, they were great. <laughs> Fake hacker. <laughs> Fake Hawkeye fan. Well, we don't know. One of them yeah. could have been the, Fake Hacker. He could have been one of those. We don't guys. know. 
Suter comes in and then fake Ackerman chimes up and they just they just leave. That you. would have been so funny. That would have been funny. <laughs> well, no, like I said, I get a lot of people approach me <coughs> sometimes saying thank you and sometimes saying why. <laughs> <laughs> I do get a few of the whys every once in a while. I do too. Why do you why'd you do that's that? That's from today? Jam. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the good and the bad of it. But no, that's a good and I think that's good for them to do that. I think it's a good way with COVID, there's been a lot of separation. And I think this is a good no. way to start building back that It was that really rapport. fun yesterday because we went to the table-to-table event, and then we went to the basketball uh, banquet. And I we hadn't been at any event like that in, in a couple of years, no, that's of cool. course, because they haven't been held. No, that's cool. And so the only difference, like if you do this again next year, you'll just remember to bring a flask, right? Um, For the basketball event? Well, we both took a couple hits of window pane acid <laughs> before the table-to-table thing. So... You know, and I'm not going to give exact figures or anything, but uh, another radio station in the community did a did a uh, marketing survey, and this station is just, uh, especially in this county, just absolutely is dominant. It's just keeps getting. So what about the what, what about what they strong. said in Des Moines? The number one sports. Are you, you ready to bring it on with them? Yeah, we we'll take it. Well, with sound off. Didn't they call themselves the number one sports? And pop in, the state. in the state. In the state. They're basically saying, Captain, my ass. Well, it's is what a television station, isn't it? A TV station. I believe so. But I yeah. think they also have a sound off radio yeah. show. They're the ones saying, Captain, my ass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that by uh, Grand Funk. <laughs> Captain, my <laughs> ass has seen the years. <laughs> well, maybe with that, we should take a little break. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. It's so easy. Just remember one number. One eight hundred eight hundred rose. Your FTD florist. One eight hundred. 800 rows. Remember, our Oxyoke family is ready to serve you with the same quality of food and customer service you've come to trust for over 80 years. The Oxyoke in Amana is now serving breakfast, family style, and off menu Saturday and Sunday, with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. You can order curbside carryout online at oxyokein.com and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home. The Oxyoke Inn. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Just about the time Willa Dickens began as a watchmaker at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, a romantic notion was blooming in 1940s America. The idea that a diamond, like love itself, is precious and lasting. More than ever before, proposals began including twinkling rings and velvet-lined Hertine and Stocker boxes. Decades of engagements and countless shimmering rings later, happy, nervous hands are still accepting these promises of always from Hertine and Stocker. The designs are always modern and fresh, 
but the service is still as exceptional as it was in those very early days. Perhaps that rare blend of past and present is the reason Hertine & Stocker has been voted best jewelry store in Iowa City eight years running. Stop and see what's sparkling in those famous windows at Hertine & Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. Then step inside and say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. Get ready for a pizza experience like no other. Valbo Brothers Pizzeria features high-quality ingredients combined with traditional pizza technique. From their New York-style thin crust, Chicago-style deep dish, to stuffed pizza when you want it. Valbo's pizzas are handmade and cooked in stone deck ovens. Check out the carryout special. Either a two-topping extra-large thin crust or single-topping large deep dish pizza pie for only $11.99. Talbot, South Gilbert and Iowa City, Cross Park Road in Coralville. Check Facebook for specials and get 15% off your first delivery or carryout order by signing up online at FalboBrothersPizza.com. Falbo Brothers Pizza, buy the pie or buy the slice. Hi, this is Patrick Eads, owner of Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln of Iowa City. At some point, your vehicle is going to need maintenance or service work done. And Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln, Iowa City is the place to go. Here's why. Here are the people make the difference. Fixing cars is what we do, but it's the people here that make the difference. Great people who live right here in the community who are really good at fixing vehicles. The longevity of our staff cannot be compared. More than half of the employees at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln have been here for over a decade. Our mechanics have more than 150 years of combined experience. Service advisors having over 90 years of combined experience. We not only service Fords and Lincolns, but all brands. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln is proud to offer the most competitive pricing in the area. We work hard to keep the labor costs down at a time when everything else is going up. If you haven't had a chance to see why our people make a difference, give us a try the next time you need work done. At Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln on the corner of Mormon Truck Boulevard and Highway 1 Iowa City, DearyFord.com, here for you. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, See Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit diamonddentalpc.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental Team provide superior care for your entire family. Hawkeye fans. 
You love watching the black and gold. You know Hawkeye black and gold. As a Hawkeye fan, there are no better colors than the Hawkeye black and gold. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson. When you're buying, selling, or refinancing your property, consider the green and white team, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog. An all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar and Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar and Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making it is going to be a wet day today. Heavy rain likely. We could end up with a couple of inches of rain here through the day today. The rain should wind down late this afternoon with a gradual clearing by about dinner time tonight. 73 the high. Wind southeast at around 10 to 20. Tonight 61 tomorrow. Warm, windy, high of 80 with more rain and thunderstorms late tomorrow. Tomorrow night a couple of those storms could be strong. Stay tuned for updates. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Outside now it's 54. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. One of Eastern Iowa's most beloved sports talk shows is back. One? Yeah, well, sound off. So, That's so, Central uh, Iowa. At so least give I us a region. A, I have a question. <laughs> okay, if you're pole vaulting, is it like uh, airplanes you have to kind of... Go into the wind to get the lift. Do they plan it that way at all, or is it just wherever the wind they... is, just go? Well, I think they have to. You don't know if the stadium's facing facing the wind. They're going the other way. So the answer, my friend, <laughs> is blowing, blowing in, in the, the wind. wind. That's all I can say. I don't have an answer. Bob Dylan maybe has the answer. Yeah. So going into a fifty mile per hour wind, could you? Uh, Achieve escape velocity easily? My guess is the meet would be postponed. The event would be postponed. That would be my like, guess, too. You could end up just <laughs> like It'd be like stilts, being yeah. on stilts. Yeah. I know that there's a there's a level where if it gets temperature-wise wind. Uh, I mean, like Joey said, they're waiting to see what the weather's like. I didn't realize it was supposed to be really windy. So it's going to be humid and windy tomorrow. Yes. It's going to be humid tomorrow, isn't it? Well, yeah, 80 degrees. I mean, are you turning, you're going to turn your air on tomorrow, aren't you? My air was on yesterday. <laughs> 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 I 
It's like a morgue. <laughs> well, I'm old. So, a, so is Nick Cage, but it ain't I hurting was, him. I you was. saw he and his 28-year-old wife just announced their new Do baby you know, coming. Honest to God, it's Oogie. How old is he? He's my, he's a, six months older than I am. Jesus. So the age difference is you and Molly? It's basically me and Molly. Which Almost exactly. Basically, like I said, once I get my caps in, brothers, here I come. Because, I mean, there's a 28-year-old waiting for me down there, don't you think? Honest to God, I couldn't I just think it's silly. Imagine. It's just silly. I couldn't even imagine. And he looks know. 58. Have you seen him lately? Yeah. I oh, just don't. Definitely. I, it, I just find it silly. But it is the world we live in. And do you think his fame and notoriety has anything to do with him being Everything. able to land? Everything. money? Everything. Yeah. How Everything. rich is Because he's had financial issues. That's, yeah. But didn't he have to just start doing a movie once a week to pay his debts? You know, he said that's not true. That's not true? I bet he's worth just 50 million. million. Didn't he buy an island or something one time? Yeah. He's, and he, went, he wanted to uh, uh, do something in Arizona. And then Elon Musk uh, beat him to it or something. Elon Musk. I just read. God, he's crazy. I just don't. I mean, some people are starting to worship him now. I mean, well, he, he's the new guy that we should be listening to and taking all our advice from. Yeah. Went from Trump to Joe Rogan. Now it's Elon Musk. Hello. Jeez. Oh, anyway, um, the the track would be bad if you had a javelin throw in the wind. Or how about the discus? You know, like a frisbee come back yeah, at you? Yeah, fly back into the crowd. <laughs> Didn't Meathead get, or Meatloaf get hit or in the head with a shot? Or yeah. high jump bull, you ride over someplace. Yep. Yeah, that wouldn't be any fun with it. Oh, now, Karen, we sat at the table last night with a guy that, that you know. Oh, who did you sit with? Well, he's from Marengo. His name's Rick. I can't remember his oh, last Rick name. Oh, Rick Frimmel, yeah. Yeah. But he said yeah. he knew you. Yeah, he's a neat guy. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. So where where were you? At the Iowa basketball banquet. Oh, okay. I didn't go to that. I I've gone to so many banquets that I when I worked with Washington Cedar Rapids that I just I just haven't gone to any of them recently. Well, you missed a good one. The food was fantastic. We had a yeah, lot of fun. Yeah, I should have gone. You could, would have met Ann and I. Well, I met you before. When? Were you impressed? <laughs> I was very impressed. <laughs> See, I don't remember meeting you. When When was it? Uh, well, I met you one time when I came down to the station. Yeah, she was down at the station. I came I, down once. Yeah, she was on And the I was there. here? Yeah. And you were there. You gave me a shirt. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I met Ann at uh, some of the um, Johnson County... Breakfast that they used to have. Mm-hmm. She was she was um, president or whatever you yeah. call it one time. Yeah, she was. And uh, I met her then. Wow! So, how about that? I went, and I was impressed. When when Karn was here, <laughs> she winked at me. I I didn't know what that meant. I winked too. <laughs> <laughs> So, Pat, is the age difference between Nicolas Cage and his 28-year-old wife about what's the difference between you and Carl? Mm. Well, not that much. I don't know. I'm, uh, now you've forced me to ask Karen her age. No, is, she doesn't have to say. Is, I, then I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it is or not. I mean, it's. I don't think Karen is 30 years older than I am. 
No, she's not. Well, no. It depends on how old you are. I can't remember I'm how old 57. you are. 57. 58. 58. 58. 58. Nicholas Cage is also 58. Okay. But it, no, I'm not, I'm not that much older than him. Okay. Nope. Never thought we'd be answering that question today, but hey. This and, is and what kind of a question was that anyway? <laughs> I'm just creepy. trying to. <laughs> let's pick words to describe that. Creepy, inappropriate. <laughs> I'm just trying to fit threads together from this fragmented program. But okay? since Karn and I are both such deep-rooted people, we can handle the awkwardness without any problems. Yeah. There you go. Which one of the two of you would read the lunch menus? <laughs> I think I would let Karn do that. Better delivery. I could read the lunch menus and add extra to it. So, yeah. Karn, are you going to monitor baseball today? Isn't it ridiculous that game's not on the Big Ten Network? I think that's, I think that's ridiculous. It's stupid. Yeah. I just don't get it. It's I, with, a, with a team like Rutgers, you should, you should have them on more. I agree. Well, and I was one of the top four teams in the conference. Well, Sure. Yeah, I don't get it. Rick didn't really have an answer. I mean, you can stream it and what have you, but that's just not the same. Now, they, they play at 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock, right? yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, 2 o'clock Eastern. Rutgers yeah, did lose. They won't to... be on KXIC because they have the Cubs. The Cubs will be on. Oh, so it's not even on the radio? If it's Well, a... it'll be on. I think they put them on 1350, but Thirt... you don't get that down no. here. No, 1360. Hey, you don't get or it up there either. 1360, yeah. <laughs> And don't you get don't get anywhere. that down here. Wow. So I guess you follow, for someone like me, I'll follow it on Twitter. Right. I mean, that's one yeah. way to follow it. Yeah. I mean, Rutgers lost to Princeton Tuesday 9-7. to I don't know what that means. Baseball's an odd sport. They well, probably, probably didn't... meant that they just, they're saving all the good That's what I kind of wondered. I mean, and maybe it does show that maybe Rutgers just isn't as great as their 16-game winning streak would, would suggest. But we'll see. Like I said, it's going to be an interesting series to see how Iowa handles yeah. this. And the softball team plays today at 6 o'clock. Maybe that would be on radio. I don't know. Who do they play? Oh, gosh. I can't Tom, remember. Do you have schedule there? I don't. I have the baseball. I, but I guess I could find it on softball. Twitter. But Softball, who do they play? Illinois. Illinois. Okay. Illinois. Uh, they, Illinois. Yeah, that's right. Illinois. Needless to say, softball needs to start getting some wins. Oh, they need. They need. They have problems with their pitching. They sure do. Right now, they sure do. They just. They you get to see the other team hit home runs and get on bases and oh my. Sounds like a hoot. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. No, it'd be nice. They need some pitching. They need to get some games where they don't have to score ten runs to win. Yeah. I remember that um, Ohio State game. They were they were ten. It was ten to zero ahead of us going into the fifth inning, that ain't and then good. we hit that uh, three-run home run, and you could just hear the air go out of the Ohio State people because they were all talking about, "Yay, we get to go out early, we can start heading for home," and uh, the air just went out of the whole. You just could hear, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah. And then it went on to go seven innings. Yeah, but anyway, I, I'm hoping for them to do much better. But it's a good thing we don't have any baseball or softball this week here. Today would not be a very good day. No, it well, sure, not at all. sure wouldn't. there wouldn't be any. I think they would probably change yeah. post. Yeah. But you're right, though. They're better to be on the road. Baseball. It's going to be nice. Now out there. tomorrow is supposed to be a better day for the football. So, Karen, will you go to the football and then uh, down to the track, or? Yeah, I, yeah, I usually do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be 80 tomorrow. 80. Uh, and windy. 
and windy. Yeah. And no rain until later in the evening. Yeah, and then it, it could be uh, strong to severe. <laughs> Which doesn't surprise okay, me with, with the temperature. You guys so have high. a good day and don't let the rain take you away. All right, you Karn. too, Karn. Thanks, Karn. Okay. All right. We'll see you. Bye. But with such a drastic change in temperature, that's usually what happens. Yeah. Unsettled oh. atmosphere. Well, we've had uh, so far this morning 23 hundredths of an inch of precipitation. We got a new weather machine. All right. Yeah. What's the wind currently, Stephen? Out of what direction? Uh, out of the northeast at uh, 12 miles an hour. Which, for these days, that's yeah. nothing. Parametric pressure falling slowly uh, at 28.77. Humidity at 93%. How about the dew point? The dew point is at uh, 50. Okay. I wonder what this the dew's got all of it. What's on the there. dew point going to be tomorrow? Can it project that? Uh, yes, one hundred and forty. The dew point? <laughs> is it going to be in the sixties or seventies? I it? would imagine. With it. it's going to oh, be. Oh, I'm sure it will. It's going to be humid yeah. tomorrow. Oh yeah, it's going to be like a summer day. Yeah, players cramping up. Well, it's time to get the shorts and the I guess the short sleeve shirts out. I wore my short sleeve shirt today. See that? Ninety nine yeah. plus. Yeah, I uh, had another uh, KCJJ shirt. Because I had the, the one yesterday had dog uh, dog hair. Dog, you imagine dog that? nose on it. Dog do. Yeah. <laughs> I looked. I looked when I got here, and it was a perfect imprint of her nose. <laughs> so, Where do you think that nose had been lately? Uh, what? No, she doesn't. Uh, she's on occasion uh, the cat's butt, but that's why I was yeah, thinking either yeah. her own or the cat's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very rarely, though. She's very civilized. <laughs> so you're saying she only does the butt sniffing <laughs> on occasion. Dogs are yeah. very civilized, but they are very earthy. Yes. So they go straight for the no, straight for the oat hole. Thank God, my neither one of my latest dogs ate poop. I've seen dogs out for walks. They treat that poop like it's the golden corral. Oh man. yeah, Andy. They, yeah, totally. Andy I, I treated it like last, uh, last time I ate in the golden corral. It was. I couldn't handle that. Thank God, neither one of my dogs were interested in poop. Actually, no. Golden Corral is good. No. Oh, I didn't mind Golden Corral. No. That's why I used it as the metaphor. Yeah. Well, Golden Corral here. When I, didn't I mind first it. came here. I first came here. Uh, I went with uh, Rose to Golden Corral. That's me too. Early nineties. I was ahead yeah. of you by three years. Uh, and we got both of us got sick. Well, that could have been someone doing the salad bar with diarrhea. It could yeah, not necessarily have to be. A, could have been an isolated incident that led that. You know, it doesn't. That's not a good statement for Golden Corral. But I ate there, and I don't remember ever getting. No, never, never. So I'm thinking the people that never ran my sick. salad bar washed their hands. Well, the after. one at Muscatine was great. They probably washed their hands if they had diarrhea. Yeah. That's all it takes. Cha cha cha. Charo? <laughs> no, the, no. That Isn't that what the, you used to say? No, coochie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Hello. Speaking of coochie, um, <laughs> you guys were talking about the age gap in relationships. You know how much younger uh, Dick Van Dyke's wife is? No. Well, since you ask, I'm going to say she, what? Thirty-six years. No, you're off by 10 years. She's 46 years younger than him. She's 50. <laughs> what? She's, that's a bigger age gap than Mick Jagger and his wife. So she's wow. he's 96 and she's 50. Yep. Wow. He was 46 when she was born. Okay, well, uh, yeah. that's, I don't know, what. how do you guys want to respond to that now that we know that? 
I, no no I, response. Uh, do you think the fact that he's Dick Van Dyke has anything well, to do yes, with Well, yes, I box? would think so. Okay. Yes. So, she, yeah, when you're 96 and somebody's 50. You think she's eagerly waiting for him to die? So and she, they say, till death do you. Thank you, you caller. How long? Till death do you part. How long have they and been she's together? Looking, she's looking at her watch. But how long have they been together <laughs> is the question. Well, hopefully, let's not. I mean, let's hope they haven't been together for more than, let's say, 30 years. I mean, they could be together for 30 years. Because if it's 35, it's a Felony, isn't it? Okay. Yes. Nicholas Cage is twenty-five million. That's not a lot for his. So that's about no. half of what I thought. Well, he that's made. not a lot for what. No. Everything he's done, but he has wasted a lot of money. From yeah. He well, he's wasted it, but he said uh, you know there have been reports that he was homeless and all that. He oh, said, I've I, never believed that. Well, that's what he was. But he was putting out a ton of B-rated movies for a long time, just yes, pumping he them sure out. Was. Just crap movies. Well, he said he just wanted to do them in New Orleans. And he wouldn't do them in Hollywood. Well, I don't know if he was in a position to make those demands. Well, probably Dick. Okay. We finding out the age difference or the yeah. Uh, when how long they've been married? I didn't realize Dick Van Dyke was still alive. He's like yeah. my he dad's is? age. Yeah, he's in pretty decent shape too. Is Jerry the still 90s? alive? And he was in no. the new remake of Mary Poppins. Dick Van Dyke was. Where do you think his net worth is? Are you being serious? Yeah. Really. Dick Van Dyke, I'll say, sixty million. Uh, forty-one million. Fifty. You win, Suter. You were nine. I was ten. He made a lot of his money a long, long time ago. Sure. I mean, what are we waiting for you to do here, Captain? What? I'm find trying out to find. Yeah. How long uh, Dick Van Dyke and oh, have uh, been together? Yeah. Have you, Pollyanna yeah. have been married. Why don't you just go to Wikipedia and it'll? I, you, you, that's what I'm going, but it keeps you me. Hi, hello. Hey, uh, Dick Van Dyke and his wife—they met when in like 2006. So he was, I don't know, in his 80s, I guess, back then. He was a younger guy. So he was like 81, <laughs> and she was 35. Yeah, something like that. She was his makeup artist. This article I'm reading. So. Uh-huh. Okay, it's just getting more. So yeah, about his, eighty. Another, his, her first, her first question to him was, "Weren't you in Mary Poppins?" <laughs> and he's and ironically, he was in Mary Poppins again. Yeah, yeah. Now he's in Arlene Silver. Dick Van Dyke feared fans would think his wife, fifty, he's ninety six, was a gold digger. Uh, no, we wouldn't think that. Not at all. No. No. No, not at all. He reflects on his uh, marriage to Arlene Silver. Oh, that's what the caller was yeah. for. Okay. Right. Caller's a was, he was on top of it. He's one step ahead of us, the caller. Yeah. I think, okay, now that we know Dick Van Dyke's personal life, I think it's time to move on. I thought there'd be an outcry about uh, a gold digger marrying an old man, but... Wasn't he married to Mary Tyler Moore on TV? No, yes. No one ever took that attitude. Actually, um, he is very benevolent, and oh, he, I know. I've heard, he resurrected her career. I've heard good things about him. Um, is he when, from Danville, Illinois? Yeah. When so it, is um, Gene Hackman, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot so. of acting for us to put out for one town. But Gene Hackman just turned ninety. She got How old done is his wife. Thir- no, Thir- Nineteen. Nineteen. I, I have no idea. I mean, look it up. See how old Gene Hackman's <laughs> wife is. I mean, you're, you'll see a picture of him like at a high school prom. <laughs> she's 
She was a runner-up homecoming queen this year <laughs> as a junior. <laughs> I mean, here God. we are. Here we are laughing at something that's really. Hagman kinda... is ninety-two. He's ninety-two now. Okay. Uh, well, that's right. I remember on Twitter a couple. Of, they made a big thing out of his ninetieth birthday on Twitter. God, that's been two years. Wow. Dean Hagman's wife age uh, is fifty-nine. That's that's substantial. Thirty-three years, years. more than. um, Well, wasn't uh, I mean Carson's was thirty-some years to his last wife. I mean, what the hell? I mean, what really would? I don't understand what you'd talk about. (laughs) I don't. I don't get it either. I don't 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 understand more other than money. The the twenty-eight year old's perspective. Why would they want to be with someone thirty years older than that? Other than money. Other than money. Or, well, or fame. 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 Yeah. I, I mean, how famous are you being Nicolas Cage's wife? Seriously. Well, they can't. Wow, that's Nicolas Cage's wife. Stop the car. I mean, come on. Seriously. But you think you, you're with... Oh, my God, that's Dick with, Van Dyke's wife. He's a big deal Honey, come here. And when you're with him, that's I, the whole thing. You get into all these... Okay. No, I get You're right. Yeah. I just don't get it. It yeah. just makes no sense. Well, I don't get it either. But I'm also one... I don't but, get the people that worship people... Like Joe Rogan and just hang on every word they say. I just don't get that. I don't Mm-mm. get why we need people to speak for us and tell us how to think. Because we don't tell anybody of, on this. There's a lot of people that are weak minded. I mean, we don't tell anybody on this show how to think. I mean, we barely can think ourselves. Why would I tell anyone else how to think? I mean, I just don't get it. Woke. <laughs> you know that pisses some people off. I know it does. I got this one. Trumper hot guy who he one week he follows me <laughs> then I think we say same on the radio station it pisses him off so he unfollows me then he comes he just goes back and forth cancel no I don't understand the woke thing because I don't either it just means basically aware. informed and aware, aware. and yes. caring I don't understand why wouldn't you want to be informed and aware why would that under, be a negative you're under the control of the deep state they're yeah. thinking for you you're, I mean it's just I, it's just nonsense just stupid nonsense I try to laugh about it now. And that's the latest stuff with Kevin McCrane. It'll, it'll do nothing to the base. I mean, it may get him in, but it will, it will not change how any of their voters. Do you think it will? Well, well, what, what well, Karen, you, basically, what Kevin McCarthy lied about, I mean, there's tape. Well, here's, yeah, here's how stupid it anything. is. He goes, that's not true. And there's, there's a tape. Of, he, didn't know the, he didn't know he was, it had been taped, though, I think, at the time. Yeah. And now the tape is out, thanks yeah. to Liz Cheney. Yeah, but he but just came th- out. But do you really think it'll change anything? No. Well, the, I don't either. I don't. I think no. they'll just dig their heels in deeper. No, it's just all crap. I can't do it anymore. It's God, though, they, that thing was over a year and a half ago. Move on. I mean, yeah. it's just, uh, it's frustrating. Uh, we better get away from politics. Whoa. Good idea. Did your people at the table say we talked too much about politics? No. Oh, did anybody good. say woke? No. <laughs> You just like saying it. I think you? it was it was a little nest of Democrats, though. <laughs> were you all woke? Would you say you were all woke? Yes, I would. Yeah. But then after you ate all that food, you were probably a little sleepy, weren't you? It was good. So did you go? Did you eat all the stuff that was offered? All those things you read off? Did you try a little bit of each? Uh, I didn't have any of the green beans. Mm. No, I had one. <laughs> one green bean made it onto my plate. <laughs> Because like Ann and I split the pasta and we split the chicken parm and we split the flank steak. Flank steak? Yeah. How big a piece was the flank steak? That I ate? Not very big. 
But it was real good. I like Mike's well, table. Oh, I do too. Table, Jan uh, takes me to the vegetable thing. I thought, well, they only have vegetables. Wait, I think Hunter's asking Molly to marry him. <laughs> What's that? What is that? Sixty and twenty-eight. They're perfect. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, then I found out they had meatballs, and they were damn good meatballs. I didn't have anything to eat at the table to table thing. Celery and carrots and uh, three meatballs. Meatballs sound good. Maravito's meatballs sound really good. Oh, yeah. those are the best, aren't God. they? The last time I got one of their meatball sandwiches, I lived off it for like three days. Yes. I just cut can't. it into sections. Well, yeah, because you, you can't. I couldn't eat it all. No. It, delicious. No. Uh, she brought me a, a meatball sandwich, and I said, okay, now put this half in in, uh, in a box. Was Terry your waitress? Yeah, I love her. Oh, she's hey, great. It's not raining right now, is it? Uh, no. God, it's nice just to get some break. I mean, but this is supposed to go on the rest of the day. This stuff's just hovering over us. Says rest- showers and thunderstorms. Some could be heavy. Oh, uh, I mean, mace. The, the ground uh, is so saturated. Says the dew saturated. point will not be bad tomorrow. Oh, that, really? seriously. He said dew points mostly in the 50s oh, tomorrow. That'll Maybe be- 60 at most. Thank you, Mace. That, to me, will. That's good news. That'll make it much more enjoyable tomorrow. But still shorts and T-shirt weather. It'll be interesting oh, yeah. to see what kind of crowd shows up. So we'll, we'll go over there after the show. Yeah, I may, leave, I may leave a few minutes early tomorrow, Captain, because i got to write something based on what I observe in practice, and they start practicing at 9. So I'm hoping my assistant, Dallas Jones, can get over there earlier since they're at open parking. I'll, I'll touch base with you, but I may leave about 15 minutes early because if I don't, I may, I've been told the practice is going to be over by like 1130 at the latest. So if I leave here, I wouldn't get. I'd only. Be, we'll see. I, hopefully, I'll be able to watch most of the scrimmage. Well, if we have to cut out early, we will. So you are going over? Yeah, I think we are. Okay. Yeah. I mean, weather permitting, and it looks well, like we, the weather's going to be permitting. Yeah, it does. We look, might too. Wow! It'd just be a big party. Might. Casey's uh, day. You should have a booth over there. Russian commander raises prospect of Moscow targeting Moldova. Mm. Oh, moving on to a different country. Yeah, we're gonna get in this. Well, if they start going to different countries, at some point we'll have to. Or what's the point of having NATO? Or yeah, well, really, what's the point of having the United Nations? Yeah, and if you can't, I will say I'm worried, but I've lost a little bit of respect. The Russian army doesn't look to be very no well ran, well fueled. I mean, but no, they're pissed. Yeah, uh, half of the Russian army is you know all pro Putin, but there's a lot. Almost half of it, they said this morning, is. Has had it. I still they say that's our only. Any, they, you know, that's our only hope. I think they're yeah. wrecking these towns and blowing up stuff, and then they can't get supplies anywhere. I think it's going to yeah. have to change from within. I don't yeah. think it's going to change from outside. So uh-uh. we'll see. No, just, somebody needs to knock off Putin. And, yeah, and that's got to be from within. It's yeah. not going to be from outside. He never exposes himself that way. But let's go back to talking about awkward marriages. That's depressing, though. Oh, wow. Or, or, or we could get real aggressive and talk about Hawkeyes. Okay, go back to the Hawkeyes. What do you got? Nothing. I mean, the spring games tomorrow. What spring do you, games tomorrow. Track meet tomorrow. Uh, That's what, what I got. What are you hoping for the spring game, Tom? What are your 10 takeaways going in? Uh, I want seven pass touchdown passes of over 60 yards. Okay. In the little scrimmage by Spencer. Um, Just by Spencer. How many you want Alex to throw? Three. Three. And then you want I'm Keegan Johnson What about... 15 catches for about 300 yards? Uh, and six touchdowns. And then double reverses, a lot of spread formation. Yeah, just unbelievable speed, precision. Okay. What about the defense? Uh, well, they'll have a rough day. Okay. 
And a lot of the defenders, I believe, have been out of practice. So if they do have a rough day, we could say, well, it's because a lot of the defenders were out, but the offense exactly. is really good now. So no, is there anything that could happen over there tomorrow that leaves you to believe, you know, we're going to average 400 a game next year. I am convinced. Mm, probably not. Okay. That's probably how not. I am too. I mean, I'm not going to read too much into good or bad. No, I'm just I never do. To, but some will. Some will. Not just fans. Some will overreact, especially if it's good. There's gonna, there'll be major overreaction. I mean, tomorrow. do you really think it's going to look any different? I don't know. When we say any different, well, I mean... And would we notice it? I don't know how we would notice it. Do I think they're going to come out running spread and having, like, Gavin Williams? No, I think they're still going to have that run between the tackles mentality. We may not see a bunch of that tomorrow. I mean, it's a scrimmage against yourself. I mean, they mm-hmm. could maybe try to be a little more entertaining to give fans some momentum and fuel going into the offseason. But who knows? Just we're, the plays they call tomorrow in the scrimmage that they're going to run may not be the plays they call against Wisconsin in the second quarter down three to nothing is what mm, I'm saying. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why I don't read too much into it. No, it'll be uh, keep an eye on the, the new kickers. Yeah, that's something to keep an eye on and uh, little, the new running backs and mm-hmm. what have you. But, I mean, it, it's spring. It is what it is. You just hope nobody gets hurt. Yeah. For sure. And you just hope that they do, that the offense, I mean, you want it to look good. The last thing we need right now is to look bad in your own spring game against playing against yourself. I mean, hopefully Spencer, it'll be interesting to see the talk is that Spencer's lost a little weight and he's faster and more elusive. Well, if he's somehow done that in four months, incredible. Maybe we'll see that tomorrow. But I don't think Spencer becoming a dual threat is anything realistic. They just need Spencer to have things working a little better around him. He needs to be able to read the pocket better. He needs to have more pocket awareness. I think that's more important. than. I mean, Spencer's not going to all of a sudden start out running linebacker. No. That's just not going to happen. No. But if he's become a little more pocket savvy, which hopefully he's working on. But Spencer also needs things to work around him. He does. He hasn't had a lot of stuff work around him. Well, most quarterbacks do. Yeah, and he just hasn't. I mean, he hasn't had much of a running game. He just, I mean, they just haven't had nope. much to work with. Speaking of car quarterbacks, did I retweeted? Did you see the video of Chuck Long's rap thing from 1987 with Zimmerman Ford? No. Oh no. my God, I can't believe you guys missed it. I mean, yeah. oh, I, I, um, he's Brian rap- Hurley. He's rapping. It's, it's, it's. A, I mean this in a good way. It's an American tragedy, but it, it's all positive. <laughs> I mean it all well, positive. play it for us. All right, let me, okay, just let me see where. How do I? Uh, by the way, Spence in the uh, chat room, uh, he says, does Pat know he, he has the option of listening to Rogan without agreeing I with him? I've made it big because I'm in this song. I'm trying to rap with the Zimmerman guys. They're cars and trucks on the very best five. When I'm done with this little ditty, gotta get back to Detroit City. But when I need a truck and a car, Zimmerman's a place I travel far. To get the best deals, the top by none. When you buy, you know you won. Just a final thought, pass on to you. Buy a Zimmerman Ford or BMW. Yikes. <laughs> That was nineteen eighty. <laughs> that was nineteen eighty-seven. Wow! Isn't that great? Wow! I called it Rapper's Delight. <laughs> that's just better than I thought it was going to be. I think that's just, and I say American tragedy in a good way. Next time you get him on, oh, definitely. Oh, I, yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, without question, that'll be a major part of the interview. You know, 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was. And in response to that person, yes, yeah. I understand that. I do have the right to disagree. I just don't give a crap what he has to say. Yeah. I don't want to bother listening to him. But I do understand I have a right to disagree. But I also have a right to not listen to him. I don't yeah. need Joe well, Rogan Spence, to tell me I how to, to think about things. I have to bounce him off our pages. I, mean, I don't need to hear Joe Rogan to tell me how to think about things. That's all I'm saying. People want to listen to him. That's their business. And I don't care what he has to say. I don't say. care what yeah, he has to say. Yeah, I don't care either. Uh-uh. I've never care. listened to it. I don't care what Stephen Colbert has to say. If nope. I'm watching their show and they have a good guest on it, I'm channel surfing, I may watch it for five minutes. But I don't care what he has to say. I don't care. What, no. I, I don't care what I have to say or what I, we have to say. Yeah. Woke. Woke. <laughs> All I, uh, yeah, Spence, I had to bounce off of uh, our pages because he's just a right-wing nut. Uh, I mean, for the people the, on the thanks, right and thanks for being in the chat room. But the people on the and right goodbye. and left, <laughs> the, the, the people on the far left and right that never think of anything I, yeah. without political influence, I can't deal with those I people. am so tired. Yeah, I mean, I just bounce. If I go to somebody's page and they want to friend me, I don't friend uh, anybody. They come to me. Uh, oh, aren't and, you special? Well, I just, because at one time, I'm, I'm very... Very seriously, one time I had like 4,600, and the limit is five, and I looked over the pages, and swear to God, I think I'm at 1,900 now. I just got, because everybody friended me. What are you talking about? On Facebook. Oh, okay. They wanted to be, have their opinions, you know, and and I'm not, I want to see pictures of pets and kids and uh, things like that. I, I'm not interested in anybody's opinion. Nor am I. I, I yeah, it just no. It's some things it's I am. Your opinion. If there's something I'm like, if if I'm watching a documentary on the Vietnam War and there's a general sure. on, stuff like yeah, I don't. But I don't need people to tell me how to react to political and social issues. I'll no, make those decisions on my own. People that have never been involved or anything. Yeah, I will go and I, uh, you know, I respect. I will respect Obama's opinion. I will respect George Bush. But I don't need Obama to tell me how to think. No. No. You don't need anybody to tell you how to think. No. Hello? Hey, good morning. Morning. Um, So, Pat, certainly you remember that that Chuck Long rap was a total ripoff of Super Bowl Shuffle, right? Now now you brought it up, I guess I do. Yeah, I'm... But was, did they, if you would listen to Super Bowl Shuffle, oh, I've listened to it, yeah, everything. But yeah. that didn't come I mean, to my mind when I good, that didn't come to my mind until you just brought it up. Yeah, and I guess he was just so Chuck was he he was done with eligibility at that point, right? Well, yeah, he was, yeah. In, yeah. Second, he was, he was in his second year with Detroit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I just yeah, thought it was funny. I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I, I hadn't either. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> the dancing. Okay, yeah, they even it. danced like Thanks. they did on the Super Bowl shuffle, now that I think about it. So it was a complete copyright infringement, right? But I thought it was funny. Yeah, that was 1987. So he played Detroit 86 and 87 were his first two years in Detroit. You know, you can take some pride in your uh, website, too, as we can in, uh, in ours. We lasted longer on the Internet than CNN+. Plus. Oh, you knew that thing was... <laughs> what a... What a disaster. Wasn't one of the things show they had Jake Tapper's book club? I yeah, mean, and but I mean, I mean, you couldn't even see it on half of the... But the, do we care what books Jake Tapper reads? Oh, I don't. No. I don't get what some people care about in this world. It's just so bizarre. No, it was... It, but they couldn't really do news like, you know, CNN, because they CNN has contracts with sure. cable and satellite, so they couldn't do that. No, it, was a, it wasn't a good idea. But it really wasn't a good idea to step it up, you know, four weeks before a takeover. Yeah, I just... 
you know. I just don't. And they were not. I couldn't get them on my. I don't TV watch any or, of those shows other yeah. than when there's breaking news, and I do find CNN to be the best yeah. of reporting breaking news. Well, they'll be better now because they're not. I mean, and I think this is a good move. Uh, they're going to be much less opinionated, even uh, Don Lemon. Good. That's what I would prefer. Yeah. That's why I've read that News Nation is there. I they're just. Yeah, listenership is in. It's increasing. It's increasing, it's and not. part of it might be just the fact that they are just—they don't go off on these left or right. Rants. Part of it might be that they rerun in the heat of the night. Well, I think that's a major part of it. You know, they're feeding <laughs> off of Archie Bunker. I still watch in the heat of the night. Yeah, that's one of my top five favorite shows of all time. <laughs> they are. Well, in the movies, one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. I mean, the movie itself is a it's, classic. Yeah, Fran did say last night that there's a. Good possibility that we will have a foreign trip mm-hmm. if it's safe to do so. Yep, they've talked about that. Did he say anything about adding a big man in the portal? Uh, he no, he didn't say that. Um, I mean, no, but he, he has said it. He can't talk specifically. I understand. I didn't know yeah. if maybe that's obviously he made that he made that obvious. That's what they're looking for here. But the other thing he said, which I thought was significant and will surprise most no one, he said, I. He said, it's a new world out there. He said, I have no intentions of running my program like an AAU And I'm glad. Thing. I, think- I am going to recruit high school athletes, and I'm going to coach them up. That's what I've been hired to do. And I think that's the preferred yeah. way to do it, especially do in a too. place like yeah, Iowa. I, yeah. And I think that's the best long-term approach. And he said, I'm not going to get some guy out of the portal because he can get me 20 uh, 20 every night. Uh, you got to get the right fit. You got to get what you need. I, I'm going to stick with my guys. That's basically what he said on the radio, too. Yeah. Spence, maybe you're moderate. I don't know. I don't remember. I just got tired of it. I, I, you know, no offense, but I get rid of everybody that's just got. He listens these. to Joe Rogan. He's not moderate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, well, yeah. But I just, I don't want opinions. Well, that's his business if he wants yeah. to listen to Yeah, but, he can do but that. But don't tell me I should. I yeah. don't want to listen to I him. don't want people on my to debate. If I post something, and I rarely post something political, but if I do post something, I don't want to debate. No. I, no. I, it's my page. It's my opinion. I'm not going to debate you and have a long string of, I, 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 that's not what I go on there no. for. I'm I go. Yeah, I got and... into a few political things with uh, Trump. Yeah, and I got in some pitched battles. I'm just not. I don't. Yeah, not going to do it it's anymore. Not, yeah, it's not fun. I no. go. It know. accomplishes nothing. No. no, no, no. And like, and then if you want to call me left, I mean, uh, the left wing. I think they're as crazy too. The far left. No, well, I don't it's go. Sure but I will say, AOC. I, I said it. Yeah. AOC is attractive. Yes. I don't care what oh, the yeah. right says. No. AOC is hot. She's beautiful. But I don't agree you with put her AOC. next to um, Dog the Bounty Hunter. And, and her no husband com- is 91. AOC's is? Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, George Soros? <laughs> but you, I mean, I saw an argument on Twitter. They're arguing who's more attractive between AOC and Dog the Bounty Hunter. And... There's no comparison. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? If you're just looking at it objectively. Well, uh, Marjorie Taylor She's Green. being grilled. Right now. Man, she'll just lie, won't she? <laughs> I would imagine. I put it on her Facebook page. You can, you can watch. Wasn't it. it on C-SPAN? It's on C-SPAN and probably. Yeah, they're not doing it on CNN. I found that kind of interesting. That but they weren't doing it. They want to be more. Well, I thought all the networks would have it on. I mean, I, I mean, 
Isn't yeah. it this big news, as they say? Supposedly. But, well, it's, yeah. Whatever. No, they want to just do the news now. Okay, that's fine a, with me. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, and I'm if good there's, with that, too. I mean, you can find, if you need political and, commentary, there's places that will have that. Just Well, and it. it's perfect right now to do just that yeah. because they've got people in the Ukraine and all over the pl- the place. And they're, you know, so. Yeah. But no, I have heard that News Nations, well, they're doing a big ad campaign saying we're the fastest growing cable news network in the country right now, which that could be, that could be misleading since they were starting at such a low bar, you know, so, but it does sound like, I mean, they've got, they've got Ashley Banfield and Dan Abrams. They do have somewhat prominent names. Let's see. You know who Ashley Banfield is, don't you, Tom? Nope. Really? Hunter, you know who she is, don't you? Ashley Banfield? Yeah, she. I don't. Was she on CNN or was she on Fox? Uh, yes. Or was she on MSNBC? Yes. <laughs> I think she's been on all. <laughs> I mean, she's got. She's a pretty big name. News Nation. Uh... Yeah, I don't. I don't watch the news, so I don't know. See, I watch news. I don't watch a ton of it, but I watch it every day just because that's just kind of who I am. I, my dad was the same way. I'm, Plus. I mean, I see CNN when I'm on the air. That we have CNN here, so I see that and. You know, I mean, I keep up on it. A and I try bit, to keep up with what Russia's doing. I, it's hard seeing these interviews with 95-year-old Ukrainian women hiding out in the basement of a church or whatever that's been shelled for a month. I mean, the stuff is brutal, what yeah, most people are going it through. It's so sad. They had this lady on yesterday, she and her daughter. I think they said the lady was 80, the grandmother, the mother was 89, and she just started bawling during the course of the interview. They'd been living down in this um, bomb shelter for 35 days. God. Think about that. Okay, it says here, uh, how's it? News uh, Nation ratings fell 79% the first year, uh, which was WGN. Fell from what? I mean, from. 79%. So from what they started with? Yeah. Okay. Fell from when they re ran Married with Children at night. Okay. (laughs) So they basically lost eight of 10 viewers. Yeah. Network attracted. Uh, I heard it was down to twenty-five or thirty-five thousand. Yeah, thirty-five thousand. What is it now? I am looking for that. Because they would have to be telling. Can you just run a false ad saying you're the fastest growing? Yeah, evidently, yes. because uh, it's only it's only at uh, forty-three thousand with Dan Abrams live. So they've grown by like eight thousand. Yes. That's not a now the network, not very much. Just, it, I don't know how they pay their bills. Yeah. Dan Abrams ain't doing that stuff for cheap, nor is Ashley Banfield, no. I'm sure. No, it ain't good. Somebody's, they're hemorrhaging money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How long can something like that, I guess it well, depends on if, who's running it. Well, if uh, CNN sticks to what Discovery That's going to make it harder for them. Yeah, it's going to be way harder for them because if they go uh, down the middle... More. Yeah, that'll take viewers uh, away from what yeah. few they have. Wow, 43. That's, think about how little that is. I, if I were them, I'd That's put not back, even like Park Ridge, Illinois, suburb. i put back married with children. I would, too. Especially the one with Sam Kennison. I wouldn't Kenison. watch that, either. How about the one with Sam Kennison? Have you Kenison? ever watched Married with Children? I've seen it maybe it's, once. Oh, it's so stupid. How about I the one with it. Sam Kennison? That's the best one. It is pretty Christmas, good. Christmas. Yeah. It's a Bundy the Full Life. Chris. Yeah. Part one and two. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah. God, I used to watch Married. I didn't watch it toward the end. I, I kind of, 
it started just like Roseanne. I remember I didn't watch Roseanne at all when it was live, but I got into the syndication after. But the last couple of years of Roseanne were just ridiculous. I thought yeah, I, it just got really stupid. Didn't she win the lottery? Yeah, and it yeah, was but it the whole thing was a dream, be, or what? Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah, it needed to. I think it needed to end. I'm with you. But the, some of the early ones were funny. <clears throat> oh, I agree, and I liked it for yeah. quite a while. And it she, was really I'll, good when she was funny. Arnold was working. And she was funny. I'll give her her due. <clears throat> yeah, she was funny. Uh, me too. No, she was very funny yeah. early on, and now she's just... I, I don't know what she... I mean, she's kind of dropped off the face of the she's earth. She's a right-wing... Oh, I knew that. Guy. I didn't... Is she still right-winging and nutting on social media and stuff I like that? I have no idea. Like I said, I don't I know. I know that she's a macadamia... She's got a macadamia Mac, for her. Yep. I think Jim Neighbors had one of those in Hawaii. Yeah. And that's where he lived. Well, that's where he lived most of his adult life was in Hawaii. Gomer Pyle. Well, golly. <laughs> you think he was a good singer, Suter? Yeah. He was. I mean, oh, very, it was hard to look at what he yeah. sang, but it was funny he'd go from Gomer Pyle to that. <laughs> you know? No, he was real good. Hey, is Carol Burnett still alive? Yes. yes. She's, doing, uh, she's doing a promotion um, on MeTV, and there's this really neat thing. I didn't know if it was something from like five years ago. She and Jim Neighbors were really close. She had him on her debut show every season of the Carol Burnett Show. He was on her first show, renewing every year, every time. That's how close they you were. Know, those, she said it was like the brother she never had. Those reruns are hilarious. Oh, I used to watch the Carol Burnett Show as a kid because my parents did. Yeah. I, my favorite part was watching Harvey Carmen and Lyle, what was it, Lyle? Tim Conway. And Lyle, Lyle who's Lyle the other? Wagner. Lyle Wagner. They couldn't stop laughing when yeah. Ken, Tim Conway was on yeah. and, or when Carol Burnett was Mrs. Wiggins, the secretary. Um, Harvey Corman just would laugh through the whole skit. Oh, that was a great show. Yeah. And they didn't care that he was laughing. They just let it, I let it go. Actually, and th those nights were great. That and the Bob Newhart show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, they were just, they, those shows just made you, yeah. they just made you smile. They yeah. made you, I know there's shows like that now. I'm sure there are. I just don't watch it. What's the equivalent no. of that today? There isn't. Uh -uh. What's that thing you're always talking about, Young Eldon or whatever? The young Sheldon, it's not. Is that a happy show? Does it make you smile? Uh, at times. No, it's there's no shows like, like no, that. No, they don't have variety shows. No, and, and they don't have a cast like that. And I'm not, I, they really don't. There's no mm -mm. shows like that. No, there really aren't. So are there any shows anymore like King of Queens or Seinfeld? Uh, no. There I really is? Schitt's Creek. Schitt's Creek is is a good show, but it's... Is it a comedy? Yeah. Oh, no, it is. I didn't realize it was a but comedy. But it's not... It but, is, but it's more... Re, I don't know how to put it. It's more uh, down to reality. Some of the stuff on Seinfeld was reality, but I loved Seinfeld. I know you didn't care for... I just never watched it. I uh, like King of Queens. It I, didn't do anything for me. I mean, I I'm didn't with you. Dislike it, and I couldn't stand Michael Richards. I just no. There's just exactly. something about that guy. You know, now reruns of King of Queens. I never watched King of Queens live. Never knew it was on, but I've watched the reruns, and he's funny. There was a thing out there on social media. They had the five unfunniest white comedians. That was the category. They had Kevin James in there, and I. Listen, disagree with that. that, I, he that was, he's Kevin funny. James, they, Carrot Top. I mean, he would belong. I don't find <laughs> But him. I mean, they tried no. to kill that show. King they, of Queens? Yes, they kept moving at time spots. Well, it they, persevered. It was yeah. on for almost a decade. Yeah, nine years. The best were the scenes with like um, Patton Oswald and Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. I mean, what an odd... <laughs> But they were yeah. just—they were Luke just hilarious. No, was their neighbor. He was their next door neighbor, <laughs> and they called him a giant. Doug would be like, "Well, come on, Carrie, he's a giant." You know, I mean, it, it was just funny. Hello. It always made me laugh. 
Pat, I don't know if you've ever seen this or not. One of the greatest outtakes in television history is from the Carol Burnett show. Um, it was uh, Tim Conway, Carol Burnett, Vicki Lawrence, and Dick Van Dyke, and they were doing the scene from uh, uh, a sketch from Mama's Family. Okay. And Tim Conway is trying to tell this story about going to the circus and seeing Siamese elephants, and he just goes completely off script like he so often did. And there's this long pause while everybody in the audience is just kind of chuckling and laughing, and suddenly Vicki Lawrence just blurts out, is that little a-hole through yet? Tim Conway, he's sitting on one end of the couch. He falls off laughing. Dick Van Dyke is sitting on the other end of the couch. He falls off I laughing. I would love to have seen that. And poor Carol Burnett is just... Tim Conway, <laughs> it's, 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 Tim it's Conway had the hearing you aids. You have to see it. Yeah. Tim I would Con- love to see that. Tim Conway was a character with hearing aids and big hearing aids. No, that would have been yeah, funny to see. Funny. That's to me. That's comedy. That's funny stuff oh, like he, that. He was just damn. Yeah, him and Corman were just classic. It was just. Perfect. It was good. Yeah. What nights was the Carbonette show on? Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night. That's yep. right. And it was on before or after Bob Newhart. After it was on at nine o'clock on CBS for eleven seasons. Eleven seasons. It was. I do fantastic. sometimes. If yeah. she has a good guest on, I'll find myself every once in a while watching parts of the reruns. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's still on at night. Yeah. Hello. Hey, speaking of Seinfeld, I couldn't believe what his net worth is. Oh, it's got to be you what? You guys know what that is? Two, I'm guessing. Two hundred million. I'm going to guess three fifty. Uh, way higher than that, Suter. Seven hundred. Really? Seven hundred. Higher than higher than a lot of the actual stars you see in movies today. So eight hundred and fifty-seven. A little, little bit more than that. Nine hundred. So one point two. It is yep. it a one point two? Thanks. I guess we're going to have to look it up. One point two. Look it up. Well, that's okay. Well, I mean, that show was hugely popular for years, and he's still probably making money off that show, isn't he? Yes. He owns the rights to yeah, that I show. Mean, well, if Kanye West is worth over a billion, then... Isn't Rihanna worth like a billion? Yeah. Yes. LeBron James is creeping well, up there. This says uh, 950 million. Well, that's kind of what he... But I've, pretty good. I've read like 1.2. Well, I mean, I'm not going to feel sorry for him if he's just on the other well, end of... how is he going to live? Well, he's just going to have to figure he out a way. Has, hasn't had a TV show in 30 years. The damn thing is still on. It's 30 years later, and it's still in the top 10 syndicated show. Well, how is his 17-year-old wife going to make ends meet? <laughs> no, she's... <laughs> so the fact that Andy Griffith is still on so much, it has to be doing something ratings-wise, right? Or they wouldn't run it, would No, it? it does well. It has to. Or yeah, they just it wouldn't. does well. Because right now, which one is it? It does Either better me. than news. <laughs> TV Land runs Andy Griffith every day, Monday through Friday, from 3 to 7. They run... What's that? That's 8... How many shows is that? That's 8 shows they yeah. run every day. 3 to 7 is a pretty key time spot, too, so it must be doing something 60 years later. Well, their first show was 1960. How long ago was that? 62 years ago. To think, Tom, I was thinking when I was walking by Evie's house the other day, Evie started coaching at Iowa 70 years ago this fall. What's, what's the address of his house? I don't know the address. It's just the, it's the white colonial on the um, east side of Summit, right, one house away from the Bowery intersection. One house away? Yeah. You've got the that really neat home that's on the, bo- the corner of Bowery and Summit, the br- red brick home. It's the house just one house south of Bowery 
on the east side of Summit with the, you'll see it, blue shutters, white colonial. Okay, now there was a house that just had a new garage put in. I don't think that was Evie's. Last year? They had, they had a new sidewalk put in on Evie's house, but I don't think that was Evie. But he started coaching at Iowa in 1952. Raffensperger was 50 and 51, right? I believe so. Yeah, Evie's first year was 52. Think about that, 70 years ago. Wow. Forrest Evashevsky moved to Iowa City. Captain was, Captain was just getting started in radio. And, Tom, you were. What, you, were I was you, a glint in my daddy's eye. Were you even alive? What, when were you born in 52? Uh, March 29th. Yeah, I'm sure. So when Evie coached his first game, Tom, you were about five months old. Sounds about right. What are you looking for, Captain? <laughs> there are uh, numbers for. Uh... What do you think? What do you think? Maybe or I would have no idea. Uh, 610,000 viewers. Daily? Yes. So over a half a million? For what? Andy Griffith? Andy Griffith on TV Land. So I'm not odd by myself. There's, I have friends out there. you're odd by yourself, but... Well, that's, I mean, (laughs) that's a a little over a half a million people and what, 350 million in the country? Okay. But then we go back to News Nation. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we got we got better numbers in the morning than most of these well, we do shows. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know how long they can go with that. They really ruined. I loved WGN when it was Chicago. Me too. Oh, I did too. Me too. You know, one of my favorite channels. Yeah, yeah. I watched that a lot, and yeah. would watch, of course, the Cubs. So. Yeah, the Cubs. Uh, Shane would get up in the morning. We'd watch Bozo. Uh, we would. No, it's unfortunate what happened to that. You yeah. knew this is what was going to happen, though. So Bozo or Krusty the Clown? Bozo. Or Shakes the Clown? I'll go with, with <laughs> I'm going to go with Shakes. Bozo was great because <laughs> Bozo was cooking. Have you seen the movie Sorry Shakes the Clown? Sorry about that, kids. Souter, you, Souter wouldn't like Shakes the Clown, would he? No. You think Ann would? No. No. Who's Shakes the Clown? Oh, great. One of Bobcat Bob Goldwaits. Probably Gold's the pinnacle play. of his career. <laughs> No, the pinnacle of his career was marrying Nikki Cox. I don't know who that is. She's just, yeah, you look her up sometime. Uh-oh. Tommy, Tommy Lang Tom. says no. Tommy's got a little no, rebuttal no, no, here. No. Gonna set What's you- wrong with Nikki Cox? Nikki Cox is married to um, the guy who was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, I've met him before. I can't think of his name now. Tommy, you realize it's radio and facts don't get in the way. Now, wait a second. I thought were they married? I thought Bobcat Goldthwait was married to uh, married no to Judy Tenuta is married to um, Judy Tenuta. Who's she married to? Um, Emo Phillips. Jesus. Judy Tenuti yeah. and Emo. I think so. I could be completely wrong. Who's Judy Tenuti? Nicky Comedian. Cox is married to. Um, yeah. He had his own Bobcat Goldthwait's wife is Nikki Cox. Oh man, she is downgraded because she used to be married to the guy from SNL. I didn't know they were. I don't even know who it is. So I, I, she's a major. So high. she's like a model. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She is smoking hot. Yes. Why is, for is it, Isn't he old and just? I, I don't think. No, I think. There wasn't was he same. Squiggy? No. no. Jay, Jay Moore. Oh, he wasn't. Uh, she used to be. Oh, I, I'm getting him mixed. Yeah. Hello. No, you're right. I'm getting him mixed up with uh, Squiggy. Who Did passed? you ever notice that uh, Krusty the Clown and Homer are drawn exactly the same? Have they ever been seen together at the same time? Mm, interesting. Yes, they have. I don't know who Krusty the Clown is. <laughs> He's on The uh, Simpsons. Oh, I never watched. I never watched The Simpsons. Oh, I love Krusty. It's been on thirty-two. Years. I've just never watched. I've watched parts of it and it just bores me. I just it never did a it's been thing on for me. Thirty-two years. Never liked it. 
I didn't watch Seinfeld. They've got over 700, oh, no, they don't, uh, 650 episodes. Now. Julie Brown was in Shakes uh, the Clown, too. She was the girlfriend. She Judy was hot. Judy Tenuta was hot. The comedian Julie Brown. Don't you think Judy Tenuta was hot? She could be, but she didn't. Obviously, I that wasn't part so of. So that's family. not downtown Julie Brown. No, no, the other one, the white one. The other one. I'm not really familiar with Judy Tenuti. <laughs> Tenuta. Hello. Nikki Cox is married to Jay Moore. Now, but she was married to Bobcat. Jay Moore. No, she was. No, I mean she was married to uh, Jay Moore before she got married to Bobcat. Yeah, oh, that's okay. what I'm thinking. She's married to Bobcat. So is that a step Bobcat, up going from Jay Moore to? Was on. Bobcat was on that that show with her. I can't remember the name of right now. It was uh, uh, unhappily ever after. Yeah, didn't yeah, didn't Bobcat play the, the puppet? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Is that how they met? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because they. I think. I think. I think they almost got. They were dating or something back then, and they almost yeah. got married. And then, and then, some one of them called it off. Yeah, Mr. Flop. Imagine being as hot as Nikki Cox, and your thought is, I'm going to bang the guy who's the puppet. <laughs> who's worth more, Jay Moore or Bobcat Goldweight? Who do you think's worth more? I. What has Jay Moore Bobcat. done? Bobcat. Jay Moore probably. Look it up, Captain. Uh, what has yeah. Jay Moore done recently? They, they, he I'll say Bobcat is worth more. I would probably say it too. Maybe what about twelve million to nine million? Or twenty million to fifteen? I'd say Bobcat's worth sixteen million, and Jay Moore is. Well, he's uh, looking six. that up at the risk of bringing this back to Hawkeyes. What do you guys think about them changing the wave song? I'm all for it. I it's, don't. If if they feel that's the best thing to do, then more power the to them. Current yeah. wave song. A lot of people sucks. on Twitter have strong. Well, it's gonna. You know, ways. it's gonna be that Dallas Jacobus song, don't you? Bobcat here is uh, is yeah. That's what's gonna. End. It's gonna end up being. And that's Probably. fine as long if that's what people want. Then give why it. does it have to be country? Yeah, I think that's why they're changing it because they don't want it to be country. Well, well but, but Jacobus' song is country. He's country. Yeah. He's he's country. And so. It's not a good song. Three million. Bobcat. Yeah. Wow. Oh, then I'm way off. So was I. I said somewhere between nine and fifteen for then Jay Moore. Jay Moore Network. Do you remember when he set Dennis Miller's couch on six fire? million? Wow. Mm. I thought they both would be worth more, but really, neither one has done much lately. Couch on fire. Yeah. Yeah. He was on Dennis Miller's show the night of Johnny Carson's last show, and he said nobody's watching anyway, so he just lit Dennis Miller's couch on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. This yeah, kind of cut funny. the commercial. Listen, yeah, and this this ha- unhappily ever after show <laughs> was a direct ripoff, and they admitted it of Married with Children. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never seen it. And one one show that that I saw, he comes in and does the exact dialogue from Married with Children. Really? Yeah. And he didn't get sued for that. Huh? No, they evidently let him. Maybe they got permission. Probably. But back to the wave, would you guys prefer that it be like what, like more of a pop song? I haven't given it much thought except that the current one sucks. I don't like it either. Uh-uh. But, yeah. but my, I'll be stunned if it's not Dallas. I mean, of course, there's people, if they don't use Dallas Jacobus, I'm never going to follow Iowa. There's yeah, that. I'll never goodbye. go to another game. That What I say to those guys is goodbye. They'll make goodbye. the choice. That's well, remember all those people that weren't going to go yes. to? Yeah. Yes. And yet... Everybody's at the game. Hello. Have you heard any rumors about married with grandchildren? <laughs> Actually, no, seriously. No, seriously. Uh, 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 Bud, uh, David Fustino, uh, has uh, some pilots out there, but they haven't been picked up. But, yeah, he, he wanted to. So there move. really is one? He's probably trying to figure out yeah. a way to to profit off it. More power to him. Yeah. He hasn't done much since then, has he? 
Oh, he owns clubs and some restaurants. But he hasn't done much as far as behind uh, the camera, has he? Uh, yeah, he's been he's guest starred in TV shows. Okay, but what I keep saying, he's not like he's made it any bigger. Oh no, that's well, what I'm I mean. I mean, yeah, he's he's working and he's a working man in Hollywood, but yeah. he hasn't come close to cashing in on yeah. being Bud Bundy. What do you think he's worth? Married with grandchildren. David Faustino, I'll say. the caller was kidding. 30, 30 no, million? No. no. What do you no, say, there Tom? There was a recent picture with the four of them together. If you wow. say he owns a bunch of I'll say $30 million. What do you say, Tom? David Faustino. I, I never heard of him. He was Bud Bundy from, uh, oh, you never watched Married with Children? $11 million, no. You never watched Married with Children? $7.5 million. No, you win. I had him way higher. Yeah. But like, as I said, he hasn't done much since Married with Children. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Now, Christina Applegate has. Oh, here's one. Okay, now he's worth $8 million. Why? He just gained it's a half a million dollars in, in four seconds. Well, in, in a year. Yeah, let's see, Christina Applegate. But for Hollywood, that's not a lot of money. No. Although it's it's three to almost three times more than Bobcat Goldweight. I figured he would have been worth more. Uh, we were wrong. Yes, we were. I know think? that shocks everybody. What do you think her net worth is, Christina? Who are we doing? Christina Applegate. Um, $25 million. $18 million. Bingo. $25 million. Oh, wow. exactly. Do I get anything for that? Like a hundred bucks for guessing the wheel no. of crime? No, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. No, you can get something out of the germ jar on your way up. Yeah, I know dysentery, scurvy, leprosy. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can guess the money wheel of crime. <laughs> oh, Pat's gonna play. Yeah, Pat's gonna play the money wheel of crime. Should I say my guess now and then you'll play it later? Hold on, I'll give you and I'll write. All right, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy's going to give you your choices. I've never done this before. <laughs> All right. Choices are Broadway, Lakeside, Cross Park, Town and Campus, Regency, Baculus, Modern Manor, All Other Trailer Parks, South Johnson, Pheasant Ridge, Boston Way, Taylor Drive, and the Iowa Lodge. i got to go with Boston Way because for one year of my life, I lived in a four-point oh, yeah, there definitely. many years ago. I lived on South Johnson. Many years ago, so I'm going with Boston Way. <laughs> I would have gone with Regency Bias. <laughs> so if I win, do I get the money right now? Hunter hands me a hundred. Yes. It'll come out of Hunter's pocket. God, that's soup at Panera for a week. You have landed at the Iowa Lodge. Oh. Oh. Damn, that was my second Thought choice. Thought you had it. Isn't that Hill's waiting room? Here's the deal, though. It's yes. like the old days of The Price is Right. You would have had to reach into Steve's pocket to get the money. And that was not going to go over well. Remember that one? Like, if you if you got it on the nose, you had to reach into his pocket and get the money? Ew. That's creepy. Hello. Did you guys already talk about that they promoted Courtney Eldridge to replace Billy Taylor? Oh, they had... Did, uh, no, we didn't talk about it, but yeah, that's right. When did they announce that? Last night. I didn't see it last How did I... Look, oh, at the, at the banquet, words? Yeah. Um... Uh, that's right, it was in the story. No, we haven't, and that does not come as a surprise. I was actually talking to some people in the media this week that if he didn't get it now, when would he get it? I thought he might have gotten it before, but I didn't realize Billy Taylor was in position to want to come back. But, but no, it makes perfect sense. I mean, now they'll have to hire a director of basketball operations. I said maybe Nicholas Bear. Who knows? I mean, oh, that'd be great. Um, I love Nick. But no, I think that's a good hire because the kids, the guys on the team already know him. They're comfortable with him. And it's just going to be not much of a transition at all. Plus, he was Fran's former point guard. So he and Fran have a strong trust together. Do you know what he brings to the table regarding recruiting? or? Well, or, he hasn't, or he hasn't done for recruiting. It's hard to say because he hasn't done that at Iowa yet. I mean, he's 
I mean, I'm sure he'll be fine. I mean, he's. I just like, and I'm not, because I mean, I'm, I'm getting up there in age too. I just like the fact they got a younger assistant now, don't you? Yes. Got somebody who's less than forty. I think that's good, and I think that will help them. And what would you say the odds are of getting this uh, this transfer guy from Utah? Uh, or he's I'll say somewhere between 20 and 40%. I mean, it's always easier to take the field, especially when it's Gonzaga. And the fact that he's from Vancouver, I don't know how far he wants to play from home. But I wouldn't rule anything out. Iowa still keeps being mentioned by him. But it's t- it's going to be it's tough. I mean, those are some good teams. Texas Tech's one of them, too. You're right? even a little more optimistic than I am about it. What are you? About what? 5%. What do you call her? What's your percent? I would say about 5%. Just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are obviously well. haters, and I'm a homer, and I will just there leave it go. at that. Yeah. No, I, you know, you maybe you're right. We'll see. I mean, um, it's interesting because I don't really hear a lot of other names that I was going after. That's, I mean, we had the Turnbull guy that ended up and staying then, with yeah. Butler, yeah. but there haven't been a lot of other names uh-huh. mentioned out there. So, but you know, in the same breath, I don't remember Philip Robacha being mentioned until. It was official, you know. Well, I remember him a little bit before it was official, but you're right. I mean, there was not. Um, but I think Philip Rabracha time frame had he happened by now last year? I, I can't remember exactly when um, they zeroed in on him and it became official. But we'll see. I maybe mean, a little bit later. But this Fardos has more offers than Philippe did. Philip yes. did. There's yeah. more competition. Yeah. All right. Thanks. All right, thanks. Thanks, man. Okay. Uh, strong thunderstorms are going to impact portions of Keokuk, Northwestern Johnson. Southern Benton, Northwestern Washington, Southwestern Lynn, and Iowa counties. Uh, from now until 11:45, Doppler radar tracking strong thunderstorms along a line uh, from near Keystone to six miles southwest of Wachir. Movements at 40 miles an hour. Heavy rain with rates up to one Jeez. to two inches per hour. Winds excess uh, in excess of 30 miles an hour. Peace-sized hail. Uh, minor flooding is possible. Gusty winds could knock down trees and blow around unsecured objects. Great. Uh, strong thunderstorms will be near Van Horn and Keystone about now. So a, lo- a lot of it's a little north of us, right? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, very little north of us. I mean, it's uh, northwestern uh, but we're in Johnson the, County. In the discussion. Yeah, locations in the path include Atkins, Shellsburg, Palo, South English, Cedar Rapids, Harper, Toddville, Hiawatha, Robbins, Kinross, and Marion. Uh, Interstate 80 in Iowa between mile markers 205 and 235. Interstate 380 between mile markers 9 and 30. So it is all north then? Uh, yeah. Uh, but again, it's... We've been pretty lucky, guys. Yeah, we yeah. have. And I, I don't yeah. wish ill will upon our neighbors north and south, but we have been really lucky. Yeah. Hopefully it continues. Because so. the ground is so saturated yeah. right Truth. now. And I know it's mostly thought out, but it's still pretty hard. The water's not draining as fast as it would, like in July. or uh, yeah. I mean, God, I just hope we don't... So if we get a big... Big ass rain like that. We'll get some flash flood. A lot of oh, flash we're, flooding. Oh, we're on flash flood morning from yeah. 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah, they were flashing that up this morning yeah. on TV. Yeah. So anyway, um, is it already 10:30? If, if they issue Almost any 11. warnings, will go oh, continuous. I didn't. I thought it was. I was. See, I don't have my glasses on. I thought it was yeah. like 10:35. It's almost 11. Yeah. yeah. This is like Ben Hur. This is a loud 
Tommy Lang to get the police reports together. Yeah. It's going to be a seamless transition from this to your segment it's, with Tommy, right? Yeah, yeah, you can't. You won't know the You difference. won't even know the difference. It'll no. just be seamless. Tight board. Tight yeah. board. Professional. Sure. Rigid. Much like the last two hours have been. Yes. This has been hard-hitting. We've done the Hawkeyes. I'm glad the caller did remind us because there was so much news last night. The yeah. Courtney Elders thing kind of got lost in the shuffle, but I don't think anyone thought it was going to be anyone but Courtney Elders. Did you? No. I, no. It looked like a no-brainer. Hello. If you get caught in a flash flood, grab a large flotation device like Ashley Henson. <laughs> I knew it. I knew that was coming when and he said it. with that, ladies and gentlemen. Would you grab Ashley Henson in a flood to float on? Might. Look how much you're laughing. What the hell? All right. So What's right. wrong with this station? With that, boys. <laughs> Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.